to the man who wrote the book on quality broadcasting. It's the SciTech Show broadcasting live in the deep dark recesses of my Who set the precedent for those who would follow in his footsteps. I just want to tell you how much I like the show. Hey, sure, no problem. Who speaks the truth and exposes the injustices of the world. They're not doing anything. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. you know you're wrong. Yes. <laughs> who the hell has time for that? It's the SciTech Show, the only guy in radio who's keeping score in the battle for real estate going on above his eyebrow. The forehead's taking a decisive lead. You're listening to the SciTech Show on Crystal Dawn Radio. You're listening to Crystal One Radio, a division of Crystal One Radio Entertainment. Check us out on the web at www.crystalone.net. Deal with Rant Radio, a division of Rant Media Networks. Find them on the web at www.rantradio.com. Stay tuned for the Ryan Hall Show, only on crystal1radio.net and rantradio.com. Plus, check out the website at www.ryanhall.com. And now, the Ryan Hall Show. For all it's worth, Shoutcast streaming audio. Is 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're listening to the man who wrote the book on quality broadcasting. It's the SciTech Show broadcasting live in the deep dark recesses of my Who set the precedent for those who would follow in his footsteps? I just want to tell you how much I like the show. Hey, sure, no problem. Who speaks the truth and exposes the injustices of the world? They're not doing anything. You're wrong, you're wrong, you know you're wrong. (laughs) Who the hell has time for that? It's the SciTech Show, the only guy in radio who's keeping score in the battle for real estate going on above his eyebrow. The forehead's taking a decisive lead. You're listening to the SciTech Show on Crystal Dawn Radio. Not for the mentally inept. Yes, it's that time. Everyone's favorite. What, commercial time? Yeah. <laughs> got to be five minutes of commercials there. got to pay the bills, baby. Yeah. You're tuned into the nation's most exciting and provocative pirate radio broadcast, Patriotism and Sedition, The Ryan and Andrew Show, a show about this great country, this amazing world, and other stupid things you seem to think are important. Ryan and Andrew show is not meant to be taken seriously. Serious side effects may occur. Right. Ryan and Andrew are cool, and you like them. You like me. Yeah, at least me too. (laughs) (laughs) And there, you know, there's nothing wrong with promoting your radio show. I mean, I'm simply putting that stuff in the beginning because it takes a little while to get all of our affiliate stations online, and those little promos give the listener information, but check out the website and the show about the affiliates you're carrying. I think it's legitimate commercials. Yeah, I know, but I mean, come on. It's like five minutes worth of commercials right in the beginning of the show. People are going to get sick of it. Maybe the god of broadcasting thing was a little bit over the top. I'm still standing by the fact it was legitimate. Mm. What are you lighting up we, now? We should. What do you mean, what am I lighting up? A cigarette. Hey, hang on. Say what? You take over for a few minutes. I left something up in the oven. Hang on a second. <laughs> All right. This is Ryan going off to his uh, kitchen to finish off his his pies or whatever it is he, he's baking over there. I uh, have... um. 
We have a few things to discuss today. We have uh, quite a few topics on the website. If you want to go to our website at www.crystal1.net and read up on what we will be discussing today, feel free. And give us a call in using the Skype program. Right, and, and I uh, just uh, I just pulled two fresh pumpkin pies out of the oven, and i got to tell you, they look to die for. Absolutely. Of course, die for. Uh, of course apron boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I made two pumpkin pies for the, for the family Thanksgiving dinner this year, and I, I thought that uh, that's that's legitimate service. I mean, I've, I've eaten it all my life and never contributed. I figured I'd give something back this year. So you've never made a pumpkin pie in your life? Is never. What you're first time. Oh, the, oh, I'll tell you what. The first one's a mess. It's hard. <laughs> it's, all right. That sounds more like a man. At yeah. Least. <laughs> the second one looks a whole lot more like Betty Crocker took, took it out of her oven. And just to let everyone know, anybody who's listening in and expecting to hear uh, Kay, she's not going to be in today. She's feeling a little bit under the weather, but she'll be back next week. So, so who's going to do our who's going to do our weather slash traffic slash news for us today? <laughs> she's not gonna, she's not here to do our news today, so we're going to have to make do without the news. Or uh, I don't know, maybe we can go to CNN and read off a couple of headlines. I got looks like we got a uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about anyway. Yeah, I mean, we, we got like a million topics. I know there. we have no time yeah. for this stuff. Um, Let's see. So, I, I would read the uh, show. Now, did you give the topics for my my uh, my no, side? No, I, I haven't even read the topics yet. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a little turkey day. That's that should be the first thing on there. I, we I'm haven't even still talked about that. trying to find a gobble gobble sound effect, but I haven't had luck yet. <laughs> but we'll keep working as the show marches onward. So why don't you go ahead and start the show out by giving us your version of the topics for the week? So the topics we'll be covering today on the Ryan Andrews show. Uh, we'll start off a little bit with uh, the election controversy. It seems to be starting up all over again in Ohio. People are calling Ohio the new Florida. Also talk a little bit about the motion to impeach Tony Blair. That seems to be going forward in England. They're making him pay for his mistakes. The, dollar, the U.S. dollar hits another record low against the euro. Uh, and we have, uh, actually, it's like a million topics to talk about. Some of them are even the stuff that you want to talk about, like uh, Dan Rather leaving CBS, you know, Singular with the more outsourcing, right. those hunters in, in uh, Wisconsin, stuff like that. Well, I'll go ahead and uh, give my side of the uh, table now for the topics I'd like to discuss this evening. Of course, folks, as always, everyone listening to the Ryan and Andrew show is welcome to call the broadcast. You can be on the show, share your opinions, tell us what you feel, what you think. We'll get you on the air. You can tell everybody else, and uh, we'll let you know what we think about you. Um, of course, the best way to do that is to... Uh, download your Skype program. Uh, that's a free internet telephone program. You can download from www.skype.com. That's s k y p e. dot com. Download the client and call either Crystal One Radio or Ryan Hall. Uh, you can find those in the search function. Actually, there is a faster way to do it. If you visit either the RyanHall.com or the Crystal One.net radio websites, there are an easy uh, button link there. You can click on the link; it'll automatically dial it. No configuration necessary, no hidden tricks, tips, or anything else. Click the button. You're on live with us. And, of course, we'll do our best to get everyone on the air throughout the evening. But, of course, as always, the phone lines are jammed with crazy callers. So, <laughs> you know how it goes. Anyway, so my topics, the, you know, people, you know, if you want to get on the air, call us. Um, for today, 24 November 2004, uh, things I like to talk about this evening. Number one, Dan don't call me a socialist. Rather, leaves the airwaves early next year. New cause for celebration. I mean, if, if eating tons of turkey and food tomorrow wasn't enough, they give us one more thing to feel good about in life. <laughs> Number two, Hunter in Wisconsin guns down six other hunters. I'm sure yeah. people have heard about Woo. this. 
Oh man, we we need more of that. No, we don't. That's we need we need more oh, of that. No, because that, that that's that segues right into topic number three. Watch the liberals twist and spin a new cause for banning assault weapons. Absolute nonsense. And we have Alvin Carroll calling in as usual. Oh right. Well, we haven't even gotten through the, the topics. You're putting callers on. All right, put one. No, I'm putting callers on because Gabe already has been on, and I'm gonna put you know Alvin on because you know he's our usual. Uh, right, he's our. We need to make him a tri host, right? Yeah, <laughs> seems like he's he's on enough that he could be. Right. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, what's up with IRC? Uh, it seems to be right. I mean, I can't working get on right. it at all. I've tried. I tried both the the web version and uh, with IRC client, and I can't get on at all. I just wondered if anybody else was having that problem. You just need to make sure you have the uh, ID ten T version of Merck. Very nice. Yep. No, I don't. I don't I, think. I don't think it's that. I think Bind must be, might be down, and it's causing DNS problems. It's been happening all day long. People have been having having trouble connecting and disconnecting, and a whole bunch of other things. Hey, Alvin. It's, on a side note, um, our internet provider today decided to change DNS servers, so you may want to reboot that cable mode. Oh, yeah. They we've all been, we've we've all for some odd reason been having DNS problems. All day. I don't know why. I mean, you guys live in Ohio, so I don't know why we're all having the same sort of problems. Well, I mean, I, right, I, I just, on a side note, I just want to let them know because they did change the uh, DNS server. So. By the way, anyone in the channel as well, if you want to call in, get direct information from the our, our chat channel, just type exclamation point call in, all one word, and it should give you the website. Right. Quick and easy, folks. You can be on the air, too, and we promise we won't shame you too much as the evening progresses. All right. I'll tell you what. I'll go ahead and try... Uh uh, Try rebooting the cable modem. I mean, your modem and then, cycle real quick, right. and, then uh, and then you'll be back. back on. All right. Okay. Good deal. Hey, Alvin, when you come back, yeah. Uh, can you turn your mic up a little bit for me? Like that? You rock. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm having trouble with some of the callers calling in. That they're just they're coming in about. Half power with regular. Well, that, that's because of your 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 controls over there with your stereo mix and all that. Anyway, no, let's get to the topics you're for today. Coming through just what fine. did you want to it's discuss not, first? It's not that you're coming through just fine. Your big loud girly mouth. That's because of my amplifier on my mic. Well, then how does it have to do with my settings if it's your amplifier making your voice okay? Because See, your your settings are on stereo. Right. Let's anyway, not talk about four. this on the air. I mean, come yeah, on. Number four, ACLU sues school over gay pride shirt ban. Let's all let's. Let's let, let's let all these nuts keep shoving acceptance down our throats. And, it, and people may have read about this. I can't remember where it was. I think it was in Texas. No, it wasn't. I can't remember. Anyway, this kid wanted to wear a shirt. Now, here, here's the here comes the spin part because it always has spin. They left out the fact of how many times this kid's done it, trying to start gay pride marches and everything else on school property. But the only thing we hear about is the fact he wanted to wear a T-shirt and he wasn't alone. So let me so let me get this straight. It's it's not all right to wear a gay pride T-shirt, but it is all right to teach religion in schools. That makes uh, a lot of sense, Ryan. As usual, I, as usual. No, we're talking about somebody. The gay pride T-shirt thing wasn't the issue, and that's why. Why can't, that's why what can't you wear a T-shirt? A, What's the big deal? It, that's not the issue. The issue of what he's doing is what uh, the other ways he's been disrupting school over the past year and a half. Then why is this gay pride T-shirt the big deal? This is why the first is time. This is the first thing he's actually taken the school to court over, because they suspended him. And basically, what is the school's like? You know what? You've been disrupting classes and the way this school functions long enough. This is the last straw. You know, that's probably what they said about that kid who wanted to pose with his gun last week. 
it's 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 ridiculous. Leave the kid alone. He wants to wear a shirt. Who cares? If you don't like them, don't talk to them. Well, the fact Get that ACLU got involved just tells me that they're on the wrong side right this off is, the bat. This is like one of the. This is like the whole thing with Michael Moore being voted the the least popular celebrity this year. The only reason he's even voted anything is because everyone keeps talking about him. If you conservatives hate him so much, then stop talking about him. He got voted least popular celebrity. Yeah, he was on. He was on the news about being voted the the most annoying celebrity or something like that. Hey, he's not a celebrity. He's he's a no talent hack. Anyway, number five, Thanksgiving travel at highest level since 9-11. Looks like everyone's getting back into their comfort zone with traveling lately. We'll, I'm see, sure. we'll see about that. Well, you, we'll should, see you should have seen Route 71 going from this northeastern Ohio to Columbus. It was ridiculous. From we'll get the real numbers next week. What's that? We'll get the real numbers next All week. Right, I'm just saying. I have never I mean, seen bumper-to-bumper bumper traffic over 200 miles or 180 miles, whatever. Uh, you, you've never lived in Boston, have you? <laughs> well, no, I prefer to stay in the... Uh, Red states where we're all retarded. Yeah, and I of don't course. think that's true. Number six, Ryan like Hall is things. cool and you like him. And as, as always, folks, don't forget that the uh, selling of your soul is not required to participate in the Ryan and Andrew show. And hardcore liberals may need to seek parental supervision prior to calling. As well as conservatives. Right. <laughs> Get mommy and daddy's permission before you do. Who knows? But yeah, some pretty, some pretty cool stuff. So, did you want to start out talking about one of your topics and taking callers for it, or what did you want to do? Well, Gabe's on the line, and I'm def- I, I wanted to uh, unmute his mic because he's he's been listening the the whole time. Uh, he muted it for the commercials. That was very kind. Uh, so if he if he wants to come come on now and maybe discuss a little bit about what we're talking about here, it'd be good. Um, I just wanted to start off with this whole thing about uh, Tony Blair being impeached. What do you think about that? Because I, I hadn't heard it, anything about it. Yeah, he's uh, his motion to. Uh, impeach Tony Blair. People in, in this country are very angry at him about everything he's been doing for the past few years as the Prime Minister of England, and he's he's has a, a lot of enemies. It seems in uh, in the UK now. I really like their political system over there. The way that they treat their politicians, they they um, they they don't hold back anything. I mean, if, if they're going to ask the, the Prime Minister of England a question, they'll ask him a question. If they're going to call him a liar, they'll call him a liar to his face. It's not like here in the United States where, you know, the, 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 um, the President of the United States has a press conference, invites select journalists, and the journalists only get to ask him questions off of their selected question page. Oh, yeah, that, that's happened. That's happened for a long time, and I kind of agree with you. Like, I, I, I know that as far as UK is concerned. Somebody can basically stand up and say, you know what, I think you're lying about this. You'll never hear a journalist ask that at the White House because you'll never be allowed back in. No, they won't. And that's that's one of the big problems I see between the U.S. and other countries. I don't understand how a country that was built on the freedom of speech it doesn't allow for freedom of press. Because... When, when the- a journalist goes up to Tony Blair and asks him a question, and he answers it in a way that the journalist finds unsatisfactory or finds to be a falsification or a lie. He will tell him to his face, you are lying, and he'll say it. And this is the Prime Minister of England, he'll say it to his face. That's something that journalists here in the United States will never do, because they're afraid that they won't be allowed back in the White House to what? To ask more questions like, oh, you're doing such a good job, Mr. President. What do you think? Uh, what do you think the American people think about... The great job you've been doing for the past few years. What kind of questions are these? I can't I, I admit it is. It's BS. And basically, what the White House is doing is playing uh, journalists off of each other by saying, "All right, you know what? If you ask those kind of questions, you're out. 
you're not going to be allowed back in the press conferences, and your colleagues are. Yeah. Yeah. And so no one wants to do. No one wants to step on their feet. No one wants to say anything because they don't want to lose their job or this. Yeah. I mean, they think they have some sort of great job. You're a, you're a press junkie waiting at the whim of the of the communication secretary at the White House. Wow, that's amazing. You get to ask questions. You're the person, and everybody in the world knows what the back of your head looks like. And let me ask you this, because you've been probably seeing it on TV as well. How much did this new Clinton library cost? I, you know, I don't know how much it costs. I, all I know is that it, George Bush kind of let me down. I there. think it is absurd that we are spending taxpayer dollars on libraries for presidents. I mean, we're fighting a war. We have a country that has no health care. Our education system is garbage. And we're spending millions of dollars on libraries. For, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love President Clinton. Clinton was probably one of the best presidents this country has ever seen and will ever see. But you're saying it's but not worth the library, huh? We're not going. We should not be spending millions of dollars building libraries. Well, I, for I can't presidents. disagree. Yeah, I can't disagree with you there. Hey, hello. Mind yeah, how you doing here at this point? Good. How how are you? I'm good. Yeah. All right, Gabe. I introduced you earlier, but you weren't around or you couldn't hear us. No, I, no, I was. I was mic'd, and I didn't know if you wanted me coming in, and you just kept talking. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Point is, I just stepped in rudely now, so. That's fine. That's cool. So what's okay, up? Great. Well, if I, if I can come in about this topic, uh, you know, I think the question has to be asked, at, at what point did the president become royalty uh, in this country? I mean, you know, until just a very short while ago, I don't know exactly how many years I've read about this extensively, though, uh, until a very short time ago, a common citizen, any citizen, could knock on the front door of the White House and could ask to speak with the president. Hey, how when many years ago are we talking about? It, it, it was allowed. When? It was allowed. What like I, I in, the, in the 1800s? I don't think no, no. In this in this century, I don't know exactly when, but I you know I don't know exactly when it started. But in in this century, pretty recently, uh, citizens were allowed to do that. And since then, I think you know the president has become royalty in this country, and the British already have royalty. Yeah. And maybe that's why the prime minister uh, can be questioned and and his actions can be thoroughly scrutinized by mainstream media. Now, my they, question is, as they should be. Right. My question is, I think maybe the time that this happened was when our presidents started regularly having assassination attempts on them. That, that may have been where the uh, anyone anything goes access was cut off. Yeah, that I, I think that was a lot of it, and and also, I mean, it it comes in two levels. First of all, Kennedy was, you know. There was that whole story about how you know he was the king and and he had his queen and his nice royal family. There was the the joke about that because they were all so perfect and whatever. And then he got assassinated. So I think it it comes in you know with with both with the position as president taking on more prestige with Kennedy when he became a really like a national huge national figure, national pop figure, not just political figure. And then also when he got assassinated. Yeah, no, he was. He was. And that's and that's why when he got assassinated especially, a whole bunch of interest was put into protecting the president more. I, I kind of agree. I mean, and, I, and I think that's also the main reason that the United States tries to do is prop the president up to look like a celebrity figure in order to garnish respect from perhaps other nations. No, I don't think I don't, that, I don't think, so. think that's happening. Don't I don't think, think so? that the president of the United States right now has any any sort of uh, uh, respect from other nations. I I I don't think that that that's why they're doing it. I I think that it's because it's just what it's become, and 
you know, it's just a mindset at the very basis of, of American minds. I just don't understand why conservatives don't stand up. I mean, this is what conservatives are supposed to be doing and say, we need to stop the spending on presidential libraries because it's, rid it's ridiculous. I mean, it's all right to build a library for JFK. The man was a, he, he was a great president. But come on, Reagan, Clinton, and what? And you know Bush is going to have his library, too. Well, I don't think George Bush yeah. Sr. has his own library, does he? When, when the hell? Yeah, he's going to have it. Everybody has their own library. Yeah, we, we need to stop the spending. We need to oh, stop that's, that's, not, that's not big spending. $200 million is pennies compared to what the government spends every no, year. No, I understand that. But it's $200 million. Do you realize that they could fund NASA for a year with that money? $200 yeah, million? Dollars? Not, not to mention that that's like... That's like I think it's like seventy or or eighty percent of the entire peacekeeping budget that the United States sends to the UN. Hmm. Yeah, see, it, it's it's ridiculous the way that we spend money in this country, and yet the conservatives say nothing wow. about it. Yep. Hey guys, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna head out to a commercial here real quick. We're gonna be back in about one minute, folks. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. We'll be back in sixty seconds. It's the Ryan and Andrew Show. Wow, that was quick. Stay tuned for the Ryan Hall Show, only on Crystal1Radio.net. You're logged in with Rant Radio, a division of Rant Media Networks. Find them on the web at www.rantradio.com. You're listening to Crystal One Radio, a division of Crystal One Radio Entertainment. Check us out on the web at www.crystal1.net. And we are back on the Ryan and Andrew show. I like that new promo you made, Ryan. You like that? I just made that yeah. right before the show, out in between baking pies. Pretty good. Thanks. I aim to please, as always, pursuing excellence in broadcasting 24-7. Somebody just... So, so what do you think about all these topics that are coming up today, Ryan, which the conservatives should be weighing in on? I mean, especially this, this economic news about the dollar hitting another low. What do you think about that? I know I don't know what's going on with that. As far as yeah, this, is your this, these are your topics, though. I mean, the conservatives should be all over this. As far as what, what the euro is doing, I haven't read anything about it to be able to, to comment on it properly. So I have to look into that one. It's it's, it's upsetting, though. Sure. What no they're saying is that since the manufacturing jobs are going overseas, their 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 currency is being highly valued, a lot more than ours is, obviously. But you're talking about the yen and the euro. I don't well, think we're relying on Europe and. Uh, what's that? Japan for manufacturing too much. China's uh, money currency is also uh, on the rise. Yeah, I can see that happening. Not to mention it's undervalued. So, do you think you really think it's undervalued? We're talking about like a practically a third world nation that just just woke up. Who knows? Anyway, um, so on the line with us, of course, uh, folks who may have just tuned into the show is our uh, special guest Gabe, and as well as myself and Andrew. Uh, Gabe, you were you were talking about something real quick before we went to commercial, so I wanted to divert our attention back to that topic, if you would. All right. Uh, well, was the the I mean, I guess the view of, of the president here in the United States as sort of a royal figure versus a political figure. No, I think, but is what we're talking about. Well, what, may, may I think our, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I think one of I think one of our nations is one of the very few that. Uh, 
I'm sorry, our nation isn't among the few that allow, like UK, allow direct access to the prime minister or the head figure of the governing part of the nation. Most other nations have a monarchy or that sort of government where that that person is not accessible by the people, and they revere revere that person almost as a god. But that's the monarchy. That's not the political leader of the country. And here we treat our political leader of the country as a god. And I'm not saying that people should have complete access to the president. I think that it's an important job that needs to have a, a leader in there at all times and that we shouldn't leave him vulnerable to assassination attempts. But at the same time, it's just an example of of really how much how much we value the president above ourselves and above really the point at which I think it starts becoming royalty and stops becoming our leader. Yeah, I, and I agree. I think that at a certain point, I think a certain amount of Objectivity is needed by the leader or by the people of a nation looking at the person who's leading them. This person is not a god. This person is an elected person. We hired him to do a job. It's not like he was blessed by the Lord himself or by divine intervention and put him in the White House. A lot of the uh, red states, as Andrew would like to say. What's that? That's what your your colleagues think, that that he is God's president. That's right. That's what my call... What? Your colleagues, your your conservative allies, and wherever they are, hmm. wherever they are. Hey, hey, Andrew, could yes? you do me a favor? We have a chance and turn down your source a little bit because you're crackling whenever you guys are talking for some reason. Okay. Um, I, I don't think that. I mean, a lot of people. I guess you could say that. I guess I had to agree. A lot of people thought or or, or desired him to be in there because they thought that's the person who would do uh, their God's will as, as far as God, yeah, God's work. Um, I don't know if. I don't know if I'm going to say but that it's God's div- divinity that's putting him in office and making his decisions, because look what he did. Look how he's tearing his cabinet apart. That that bothers me a lot. Well, you may not be saying it, but, but you know, half the country, well, I guess four million people in the country, these evangelical voters that has been scrutinized over, I guess those people are saying it. They certainly are. I mean, I have, uh, I'm, of course, uh, of high school age, and my French teacher lives in Oklahoma, and she went back there over, um, I can't remember which break it was exactly, some four-day weekend that we had, and she saw signs that said, vote God's way. Vote God's way. Not only are uh, people doing that on posters and things like that, the ministers and pastors are, are doing it in their churches, which is completely scary, because this is a country where church and state were supposed to be separate based on the fact that the founding fathers said it, it should be separate. Well, there's more reasons beside the, uh, besides just the founding fathers. I mean, if we want to have equality of anything in this country, and you can argue what level of equality we should have, but if we want equality of anything in this country, we've got to have that separation. And we don't anymore. That's the, that's the bottom line. We don't anymore. Uh, Bush has, has uh, turned over pretty much all the money that we used to donate for causes that that were uh, charities and and things of uh, that nature to the church yeah no it's it's very scary i mean we're we're looking at a time now where where issues that are where issues where people form opinions largely based on what their religious communities tell them are now being the central issues of the campaign and in it's not just these civil values it's also and i'm I'm uh, Jewish. I mean, my last name is Stein. Figure it out. And a lot of the Jewish community voted for Bush on one issue, and it was a religious ish- issue, and it was because they felt that he was protecting Israel more. 
Now, do you see something wrong with that? I mean, shouldn't people of America vote based on what they desire to see in their, in their country? I don't think they should do it based on religion. I think that they should come up with better arguments for it other than, other than you know, religious arguments. And I think that when something is founded, at, at when the base of an argument comes from religion and nothing else, that it's a very, very dangerous argument. The president should not be running on religious platforms under any circumstances ever. I, 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 want, I have to disagree there because a, a lot of the majority of America people are religious in one way or another. And if you were to leave that out of it, I think a lot of them would feel uh, disappointed in their leadership, saying, you know what, this, this needs to be important in our country, and we want you to stand up for it. But do you agree that religion should be kept, uh, kept separate from the state? To a certain degree, yes. Okay, because we so want to we want to protect the well, state. What's the degree? Okay, okay. Draw the line for us. What's the line? What's the line that you draw? You I, I don't think that the, I don't think that the state should be allowed to dictate to its people what religious practices they need to follow. Okay, so you don't think that that abortion is doing that? You don't think that banning abortion is doing that? Yeah, but they that haven't passed it either. Giving money to the church is doing that. What's that? What about gay marriages? Yeah. What What about them? All those things are giving power to the church. One at a time. It's telling, it's telling people what they can and cannot do based on no, what I didn't, the church No, I didn't thinks. say that. I said not forcing people to practice a certain religion because that was one of the main reasons that people didn't practice religion or follow in lockstep with what the, main, what the church was saying back in England at the time. They were going to be persecuted. And that's not right. what's happening now. We're simply setting out a set of guidelines saying this is what our government will recognize and follow through with as far as its states are concerned. Okay, so you're saying it's different to be forced to practice an entire kind of one religion than it is to be forced to follow the guidelines set forth by a religion. Yes, because a person doesn't have How to. How is that any different? Well, a person doesn't doesn't have to uh, doesn't have to practice religion, or or I guess you would say, not forced to go or follow a certain religion, as opposed to a person that is forced to set by a certain amount of guidelines set forth by the government saying this is what the majority of people want irregardless of whether or not it's based on religion. Right, the majority of people in this country, I, I'm sort of confused about this, is the, is the majority of this peop, of people in this country for uh, banning abortion? I thought they were that a majority of people was against it. Yeah, in fact they are, and that's why I think it's very important to let the vote go to the people to be determined, not be determined by legislators. So you, think ultimately, direct, you, think, you think we should have a, a direct democracy? Yes. I think that any that, question or anything that comes forward should be given, a, a choice be given to the voters. Uh, day to the well, operations, well, no, but... All right. So you don't, you don't see a distinction between church and state. You think that every single question should be put up to the voters. Absolutely, because that way you, you actually get a vote of the people, a, a country or democracy of the people, and not just based off of uh, uh, someone... What do they call people who go to the White House? Lobbyists. So let me ask you a question. When oh, when oh. elections happen in Iraq in January, uh, people are saying that uh, the first elections will probably go smoothly because the U.S. is probably going to fund a certain um, candidates for election there. What's going to happen during the next election when some fundamentalist decides that he wants to run and the majority of the country says, okay, this is what we want? Well, then that will be their choice. And you realize what's going to happen. It'll go back to the same way it was before. I know. Look, look how long it took us to get Germany back in line after we bombed that thing to death. It's, it's like, what, 12, 15 years? And you still agree with the war. You still agree with 
everything that we're doing over there and risking the lives of all these people and killing all these Iraqis because we are doing that and instilling more hatred in the Middle East than we ever have before, even though it's a war that you, you just said right now that we're probably not going to win if another fundamentalist gets in as a, a uh, leader that's elected. Oh, here, here, let me give you some sort of analogy to kind of uh, disprove what you're saying. If you, if you let one child build a, a, a house of blocks or a tower of blocks, are you going to let another child come in and kick them down, or are you going to stand there and say, okay, I'm going to protect the, you from your two-year-old brother and you know, not let him knock your blocks down so you can finish what we started, because this is in our goal. In that goals. case, we'll end up being in Iraq forever. What's that? Who, who's? I don't think we're going to be no. in Iraq forever. I think it'll take a, a, a certain amount of time or a specific amount of time until people realize this is the way it's going to go, and we get the people or the the people of the nation behind the idea, which is what we eventually did in Germany too. And, and initially, that's not what they wanted to do, and they, and they fought against it. But eventually, that's what they they I guess you wouldn't call it succumb to, but that's what they eventually agreed to, and it's worked out well since. So you think it's worth the American lives that it's taking? It's taken over a thousand American lives, and yep. you think it's worth the lives of Americans it's taking? to mold these people into perfect examples of democracy when, as it turns out, Iraq was not a threat, and yet at the same time, just to completely ignore North Korea and, and you're taking, all but You're taking to a lot of assumptions there. Outsource the job in Iran to the EU. Yeah, you're taking a lot of assumptions in there. Uh, one of the uh-huh. main one being that the, the, the war, Iraq had nothing to do with the war, and had a couple other things thrown in there, too. But the it thing is, the United, United States... States hang on, I'm talking. Now, the the war I let you talk, let me talk now. Hold on, I let you talk, let me talk. Now, the main reason being, you're saying that we're ignoring North Korea and we're outsourcing Iran, which is an interesting spin put on it by trying to push George Bush into a state of being guilty for doing something. The United States Armed Forces can only have so much deployed at one time. We only concentrate efforts on one area or so many areas at one time. I think if we start going after every single bad boy in the block at the same time, we're going to spread ourselves too thin, or it's going to look like an act of desperation on the part of the United States. We have to maintain our resolve and our attention and focus on one area, get that area taken care of, under control, and move on from there. Do I think we'll do it? Absolutely. That's what what we should have done in Afghanistan, not in Iraq. Right. So why? the question I have to to ask then is, why are we in Iraq and not somewhere else where there's actually some danger? Right, because at the time, we believed or we had the intelligence showing us that we have we have a situation that we had to move on fairly quickly because intelligence that ended up being wrong well yeah 2020 hindsight is perfect lie, always you can come back and say oh look it wasn't true well great well, you weren't the one that made the decision when everyone thought it was so why come back right. now and complain about and yet, it not a, a good argument that one's not going to work the today evidence. what's that and yet a lot of people never did believe the evidence a lot of people right did the very believe. in fact a lot of people did believe the evidence at the time and they were all behind it it's not until afterwards when we realized oh maybe it wasn't true well now this isn't so popular to talk about anymore yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I think that I, I honestly, honestly, because the, a large majority of Americans doubted the evidence at the time that suggested that there was weapons of mass destruction in there, and, and a large majority of Americans—I I wouldn't say majority, but a large percentage of Americans—did uh, question the evidence that that I, I think that Bush knew something beyond what that what the rest of America knew. I mean, he's the president, for goodness sakes. He had to have something saying that, well, there's probably, there's a possibility they might not have weapons, and yet he didn't question it for a second. We right. knew that his intent was to go in Iraq, and, and even with the how do we know his intent was to go into Iraq? 
because everyone knew it. Everyone because knew everyone it. said, everyone said, this president is going to find a way to go into Iraq. Yep. And they said that before. Not before only. that. Right, they, so said, they said from the very beginning that he was a war president, even before he even went into office. How would you have even known that? In fact, I haven't heard any of that until after this whole thing with Iraq started. Obviously, they were right, Ryan. Yes. How they knew it is is irrelevant. The fact that they knew it is what's is what we're talking about right now. Uh, I have to I have to disagree with you there because I I think it was popular to come back and point the finger after the fact instead of actually coming out with saying something as important in the first place. I'm trying to fix was, my mic levels here. Sorry. <laughs> So yeah, but I think I mean yeah, people come back and point the finger of blame after the fact, but the, the fact of the matter is, we had information, we had intelligence, something had to be done at the time. He, that you know, our our government made the hard decision at the time with the intelligence we had, and to come back later and say, oh, they were wrong, they we should have known better. He was going to do it anyway. I think is just a lot of rhetoric. You, you know, we're okay. talking about we're talking about things that have already passed. They've come to pass. Bush has now been reelected. And it doesn't really matter what we say about the subject now. Why don't we talk about money? Okay. Which is something that everyone has an opinion on because oh, sure. this is what we live on. Yeah. What is going on with the euro? What is going on with our economy? Why is nobody doing anything about this? Why aren't the conservatives up in arms about the fact that the American dollar, which was the most... Um, it was the most highly valued currency for the past, I don't know how many years, has now become second rate to Euro European money and to Asian money. Well, I think you're going to have, you know, without actually looking at it to see what market forces may be driving the fluctuation of the value of the U.S. dollar, I think a lot of it has to do with, you're talking about the, the, the uh, euro, which is a conglomerate of nations in Europe assuming or uh, enveloping all of their powers their industrial strengths and so on, and comparing them to the United States. I think initially you're going to have some market fluctuation every time you add on or change something. And but I think at the same time you have to keep in the back of your mind, as most you know economical analysts do, you have to give things time to settle down. You know fluctuations happen. If you jump on it every time it happens, you make the fluctuation worse. Ryan, and there's the pound, which is separate from the euro and which yeah. has been higher than the uh, American dollar for oh years. Uh, about the same time as the euro for years, yeah. Yeah. And then there's a pound, which is not a, a combination of European strength. It's the currency of one country, which is, you know, way smaller than we are. Sure. And and so what's your argument then? Well, I, I didn't say that the uh, that the value of the money is based upon the size of the nation. Gabe, well, do you know if the UK is going to be joining the, the European Union anytime soon? Because I know I heard a lot about that at one they point. They better not. They're, they're debating it, but... Um, I don't think they will. Because if they ever did join the European Union, the dollar would fall even more. I don't think that it would. Yes, it would. I don't, I don't think that would fall as much as you, I don't think, you're, I don't think it's going to fall as much as you, you say it's going to. This is a country, he just, Gabe just said it, this is a country that, that's its own currency, a small little country, is valued more than the U.S. dollar. So what's going to happen when they join up with the European Union? All right, of course, so the, the, the dollar is going to fall more. Well, I think I don't think it's going to fall as much as you're saying it's going to, though. I think there will be a fluctuation in the market. How much are we saying it's going to fall? Did anybody say it's going to fall $2, it's going to fall $4, it's going to fall? Well, well Ryan and I discussed Walmart last week, and, and uh, you were here, actually. So right. we, we, all three of us discussed Walmart last right. week. This, this, is what's, this is what's happening. Hey, speaking Company, of... Uh, companies like Walmart are destroying the, the, the economy of the United States. I mean, literally, you can see it happening every day. 
you're entirely right. It's I think a lot of it has to do with our consumption and what our cons- and what our mass consumption does. Is it makes us rely on other countries, and when we rely on the economies of other countries, those countries are uh, become much stronger than ours. No, of course. I, I, I tend to agree with that. When we start importing, the majority of our consumption is based off of imports. I agree with you in that aspect that you assume the economies of the providing nations of these raw materials and goods. And that also that becomes part of your economy or the value of your own money. So now basically we are assuming the value of Taiwan currency, the value of Chinese currency, the value of in, everything in Indonesia, to India, and everything else. And are these the most prosperous nations that exist? Oh, absolutely not. But I think at the same time, a lot of the other nations in the European Union are going to start feeling the same crunch. It's just a matter of time as to when we're actually going to see it happen. Ryan, it's it's not about nations um, being better than the United States the way that you think that we're saying. It's not about no, being I, better or, or being more advanced or being a first world country or a third world country. The fact of the matter is that their economies are growing while ours are stagnating or even declining. Yeah, but the value of the dollar is based on inflation, not based on what you're talking about, because our actual GDP hasn't changed. No, the, at the all. value of the dollar is not just based on infl- inflation. It's one of at the all. major factors that affect this fluctuation in the in the world economical market, though. Yeah, but it's, it's also based on other markets. It's, sure. it's, it, it, the dollar is traded. It's not like it's based on just our economy. Yeah, and it's not just the dollar isn't just based on inflation. It's traded against other currencies. Of and course. if it were if it were based on inflation, don't you think the Federal Reserve would would get their act together and know what to do about it if it were that simple? Well, not if Greenspan is still uh, the, no. The, Green, the, Greenspan knows what he's doing. He's a fine economist, and I think he's a little bit too. Uh, Reserved at some point, if that's no, he's a little bit too cautious at some point. Greenspan, Greenspan's a conservative. He's a conservative. What matters is he's he's studied his economics and he's a little bit too cautious at sometimes. But I think he's served us well for the most part. I have to agree. I, I don't think you can just say oh he's a conservative. He does he he's incompetent. No, I'm not saying he's incompetent. You just said that. Your main reason is saying he's no good. He's always a conservative. Like that, what I'm that saying is he's a conservative, something. so he spins everything the same way that the Bush administration does. And the economy can be going bad, and he'll say it's it's on a, a recovery because the administration says it's on a recovery. But he can, say, it's a, you know, he can say that all he wants to, but when, when uh, Wall Street comes back out and says, we're tanking here, you can't really hide that very long. So I don't think he's spinning I, I, I don't know what you're saying here. The Bush administration has said the economy has been on a recovery for the past four years. What recovery? That's what I want to know. What recovery? What recovery have we seen? As far as, like, talk about jobs or... Sing- yeah, yeah, in terms of jobs, one of my topics is Singular is outsourcing more jobs by the end of this year again. Oh, yeah, and these I know, are, these, they are, absolutely. These are, are high-skilled jobs that used to go to Americans. It's not like it's labor jobs. I don't think they're high-skilled jobs. I think basically what they're talking about is customer service and stuff like that. Not that I think that's right. But you're talking about high skill. I don't think it's the high paying, high skilled jobs with benefits, stuff like that. I think I think They're a lot of those jobs are going overseas over as well. I mean, if you look at Hewlett Packard and you look at oh, absolutely. Uh, Dell and all hey, these companies not that are get an outsourcing argue, pretty much everything. You're not going to get an argument out of me about outsourcing American workers' jobs. But here is my other point: if you, as a U.S. or uh, should say American con- uh, consumer, continue to purchase and support and give money to companies that regularly yep. outsource jobs and send your jobs overseas, then you have absolutely no right at all to come back and say that. that the government is doing something wrong because you're the one that's driving the market force. 
Yeah, that's exactly what my argument was last week. But Gabe was was right, and in, in the end, the fact of the matter is, if the government doesn't step in, the the people will destroy themselves. I, I think at a certain I, point, though, you get, people have to take responsibility for their own actions. Though I think that's, that's what, what I, that, that, that's exactly what I was right. saying, Ryan. But that's what you, you're not understanding. The people obviously cannot govern themselves. It, it's be, it's it's being proven every single day when we look at these economic uh, uh, indicators. I don't think it's uh, one thing, though. I don't think it's the people uh, that are going to destroy themselves. I think it's the the middlemen, uh, the people, uh, the the people that are in between the government and the corporations, the lobbyists, and I, and that's another thing I want to. Uh, oh, darn! I just lost track of my thought. But I think it's I think it's not the people, and it's not the common everyday citizen. It's the lobbyists because conservative ec- or uh, ecological theory for the past several years has been if we leave corporations alone the public will force them to be ecologically responsible and I brought this up last week but what t- actually happens is that the lobbyists step in the, in yeah. the middle and they have more money and, and that's conservative and, ideology as well and, and, exactly, as, w- and as well as libertarian ideology exactly and that's going to that's what's going to lead to our downfall is the fact that in a in a capitalist society I'm not saying it's it's a bad thing that we're a capitalist society but in a capitalist society without proper government regulation the lobbyists step in before the consumer welcome back to the show alvin you're on uh the Ryan and andrew show yeah um i don't mean to interrupt but i still can't get on our seat Mm, it's it's probably a problem with our dns we'll we'll probably get it solved as soon as possible i don't Sorry think it likes you alvin it's a problem I don't like you, Ryan. Right. So that's that's. But you're still on the um, broadcast. So. Ryan, I just don't understand why the conservatives aren't stepping up. I mean, this, these are topics that the conservatives should be all over. They would be all over it if it, we had a Democrat in office. I mean, even if you go back to the our whole argument that we had years ago about NASA and how you were saying that the U.S. shouldn't be spending thirty million dollars funding NASA, they're they're spending two hundred million dollars building a library for Clinton. Yeah, you don't hear me shouting up, jumping up and down saying they they did a good job. I disagree with that too. So then, why aren't the conservatives yelling about it? They're, this is this is their thing. I think, like I said, I haven't read enough about it to actually give you an in-depth reason of what I think what's causing it. I think the main thing that is important to remember is that market fluctuations change all the time. And if you start I just can't understand how you can say let's not fund NASA, uh, a, a an agency that's all about exploration and the improvement of humanity, and yet. We can spend I don't know how many millions of dollars building libraries and and funding you know conventions for political parties. Well, maybe uh, someone just told me real quick, Alvin, if you're still listening, um, I'm gonna send Yo. you an instant message about what to connect to for IRC so you can connect directly. Uh, so stand by for that. Um, right. But no, I think I, what I was talking about as far as NASA was concerned uh, wasn't. Not that they can't spend any money at all on research and development. My thing was maybe now's not the time for us to be trying to push out to Mars. Yeah, let's keep up the space exploration part, but let's not promise people that kind of money in a, in a time of uncertainty. When we're talking about a, a deficit, a war, and you know economic. Uh, Ryan, we, we spent thirty million dollars on the Mars rovers. Thirty million. I know. I don't. And and you were against that, but. You're not yelling about these libraries. I mean, just we're talking about just this one thing, the libraries. I mean, there's obviously a lot more spending going on. Yeah, but it's, people should be yelling pork. about all these things. It's all pork. It doesn't need to. It doesn't need to be had. But people come back and say, "Oh, come on, this president needs one." It's like, ah, oh, you know what? We got better things to spend the money on. But and I'm not jumping up and down about it. But I'm not happy either. 
Well, I, I just don't understand how you could have bitched about NASA and then not, you know, not even bring this up. This type of thing is is something that everyone should be talking about. I mean, we're wasting money, basically throwing money down the toilet, and nobody's saying anything about it. I, I just, I guess I'm not going to jump up and down and get all crazy and exciting, excited about it. But yeah, I think there is a lot of things we spend money on that don't need to be spent. We have other things right now we need to worry about other than, you know, building libraries, uh, the government, federal government paying for people to put the convocation centers in like they are in my local city. They put 20, like, like 13 or $14 million toward of it. It's like, yeah, you're, you're maybe boosting the economy in that area, but where do you draw the line? I mean, 200, how much is that library? Uh, according to Gabe, around $200 million. Oh, my Lord. That's ridiculous. And yeah, I, it is. I, I agree with Lance. I think we should be putting... Uh, in, uh, Andrew on Mars and not rovers. Yeah, it's interesting to note that uh, that I was at the UN building in New York recently, and by the way, that's a terrible building, and it needs to be remodeled, and they don't have enough money to do it. Sad story. But the point is, I was in New York at the UN building, and they have this display about how much money is spent on acquiring weapons and what that money could be used to do, and it's the same thing here. You you know, if we if we eliminated all this all this spending on useless stuff we're doing, we could you know do a a whole a lot that needs to be done. Gabe, do you know how much they spent just on the research and development for uh, a new helicopter that the that the government was uh, oh boy planning to use in uh, Iraq? Eighty three billion dollars for research and development for a project that was then scrapped. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's a, that's a type of, of of waste that the the conservatives never mention, of course, because that's good for them. All that money goes to Halliburton. All yeah. that money goes to all the, these it war didn't contracts. Go to Halliburton, that's for sure. Halliburton doesn't make weapons manufacturing. No, uh, they're not being Lockheed sued. Martin. You, you realize that Halliburton's being sued now, right, Ryan? Because of their no bid contract. Yeah. Yeah, and they should be. I I agree. I think that whole thing. But at the same time, who's gonna who's going to sue them? Who else out there has the ability to move globally? And that sort of, of, of a size. I, I mean, on one hand, I, I agree with the fact that it should be open bidding. On the other hand, who else is going to do it? The only other countries out there are both foreign. Why give them the contracts? Talk about outsourcing. How about saving the U.S. some money? Right, but if you have a contract. It's con- pretty simple. All right, like, let's say you're Joe Bag of Donuts, uh, general contractor down the street in your town that builds houses, does a couple you know, retail mall stores. Uh, says all of a sudden, hey, I want to go. I want to go to Iraq, and uh, I'll, I'll bid on rebuilding this, this, and this. Well, all of a sudden, now he can't come through. He can't get his job, and you're worrying about taking bids from well over a thousand general contractors to cover what Halliburton can cover with one point of contact. Tell me where the savings is. I don't think the I don't think the issue here is is how many you know is necessarily saving money. I think the issue here is that we just gave away a, an open contact track to Halliburton, and then they came back and 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 let's not forget that this is Halliburton, which Vice Cheney was the former what CEO of, and then they came back and overcharged the United States for food. Yeah, Gabe, you know? I, I agree with everything that you're saying. The only reason I and bring up money in this sense is because that's all the conservatives will listen to. When you talk about money, that's where they should be up in arms. But they're not now. Of course oh, they're because, not because oh. because the president is is a is a Republican, of course. So you know if if he's spending money, even though he's wasting it, then it's all right, as long as it's not a Democrat wasting it on education and on other things that are more useful like health care. Well, yeah. One of the things that I'd like to point out is that that I think that 
that the deficit is all part of Bush's plan, in fact, because what he wants to see is a society where the people have to bail themselves out and the government doesn't. And I think that's been the long, the long-time conservative agenda. And Reagan had this whole thing where he wants to see a society where the government doesn't have a whole lot of control, but at the same time, the government doesn't bail anybody out of any problems whatsoever. And when you have a deficit like this, guess what's the only thing you can take money out of? It's the social services, because those are the only things that are traditionally, you know, that are uh, funded by that's the things where most of the money is because that's the things where most of the money is needed and they want to see them eliminated and it's just ridiculous and of course if you see if you see companies like the airlines who are friends with the government then the government of course passes them you know uh, under the table they give them a lot of money to bail them out of their troubles when really a company like an airline should be subject to the market if people aren't traveling then those companies should not exist it's as simple as that I, I right. totally and and so the people the people here and here's what the conservative agenda is and here's why everything you've been hearing about Bush appealing to the big or to the uh, special interests is true, it's because the they, he wants to see a society where the people get nothing and the companies get everything. Yeah, I think think about this one example that that that's happening now and and um, it, it's it's almost beyond comprehension. Bush is traveling to Colombia, okay. You know what they've had to do to uh, ensure security for him is clear out streets in the entire capital where he's going to be. The people there are starving, literally starving. They make their money off of selling trinkets on the street to tourists. And they've interviewed these people now that they've taken them off the street to now make room for Bush and, and, and asked them, what are you going to do now? And they, and they said, we're going to starve because we cannot feed our families. And... Because this president decides that now he is going to pay us the privilege of having uh, him in our country, these people have to starve. If they're living on the streets, and why aren't they starving in the first place? And how is that George Bush's fault? What do you mean, how is it George Bush's if, fault? If the, nations, he's, he's, if, if the leaders of that nation want our president to visit them and talk about whatever they're going to talk about, then more than likely they're talking so about... So people should hang starve, on, they're is what you're saying. They're more than likely talking about economic development or a relationship between our two nations to better that nation and ours at the same time, They're why wouldn't they go out Columbia. of their way to try to get somebody in there? Let's say that we're Colombia. Wouldn't you want the U.S. coming and talking to us about some things we can do together? Uh, uh, absolutely not. Col you're, you know, Colombia you're is so in, high. in a horrible state of affairs right now. They, they're, pe their people are starving. Half of their government yeah, is run by the drug cartels. Don't you think they need some help then? Why would you and, turn and, away and, help? And... and, and, and and Bush is calling the people who are trying to liberate their government from the from this oppression terrorists now. So now everyone's a terrorist. We're terrorists now because we're bad mouthing them on the air. Who? No, I, I, don't, think, I, don't, think that, I don't think that's correct. I, I, I just totally disagree. I think if a, a nation like that in that situation has to look at it from a standpoint of how is it going to better my nation? You know what? If those people are getting moved you out of the, the area, you think the leader of that nation cares? Home, Obviously, street, that the people are starving. If there are people starving there, I don't know. Do you we, think we Bush got, cares? We got to take a real quick commercial break, though. Uh, we're going to be back in a few minutes. Get back to some of their topics we've been talking about, folks. Thank you very much for uh, listening to Ryan Hall Show. We'll be back after the top of the hour. You're listening to Crystal One Radio, a division of Crystal One Radio Entertainment. Check us out on the web at www.crystalone.net. You're locked in with Rent Radio, 
a division of Rant Media Networks. Find them on the web at www.rantradio.com. Crystal One Radio, the shining star of Internet broadcasting, part of the Core Network. Show Patriotism Ends Edition. Actually, we don't have to even call it that anymore, do we? No, we really don't. We just call it the Ryan Andrew Show. Right. <laughs> hey, 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 now. That's cool. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and let you take over uh, here for the next few minutes to the top of the hour. I'm going to go uh, fill my lungs with uh, nicotine products, and you can, you guys rant, you guys can rant and rave all you want to, just so long as you know the adults come back on at 11 o'clock. <laughs> you mean you're going to only be a minute to smoke a cigarette? Uh, I got three on my clock. I got three minutes to the hour, so. I, I got you hey, my pies. Oh, we're going to talk about those hunters now, so you're going to miss it. No, no, wait, <laughs> wait for the hunters till after the top of the hour. That way people, somebody else can also call in because we're going to be talking about uh, the assault rifle ban, concealed carry, all that great stuff after the hour. But go ahead and wrap up what you guys, I know you guys were into talking about something, so I'll let you continue. I'll be back. Continue on. What were we talking about, Gabe, before he just rudely put us into commercials? <laughs> I I don't remember. I honestly, uh, it was, uh, oh, it was Columbia. Yeah, Columbia. So, so you know, Bush doesn't care that these people are dying. He just wants to go and, uh, you know, give a speech. And, you know, it doesn't matter whether these people are going to starve or not, whether they right. feed their families or not. And, of course, this is the conservative attitude. Because you know, the poor don't count, the black people don't count, their votes <laughs> don't count, obviously. Uh, so the Jews don't, unless they want to vote for the candidate that they think supports Israel, and that candidate has, happens to be Bush. Right. Of course. That's the only situation where they count. No, it's it's ridiculous. And, and what I want to point out is, even if Bush did care and did want to help them by giving them some money or something, where would the money come from? I don't know where he's going to pull more money. Is he going to put us more in debt? <laughs> he'd he'd have to. Yeah, he'd, he'd have, have to. to. If he's if he's gonna help Colombia, which he's not, because we all know that he's not out to help anyone, then he's gonna put us more in debt. So that that's that's pretty much what's what's going on in the world right now. Sir, yeah, no, it's it's just it's just flawed policy. How can you turn a a huge um, surplus and what was for the fir- a surplus for one of the first times? in, you know, centuries, well, not centuries, decades, decades. How can you turn that big of a surplus into this big of a deficit in four, year, or in, uh, four years? I, it's, I, I think it's incredible, and I think it has to do with... It's, amazing. it's yeah. amazing to me that a Democrat like Clinton, who everyone, you know, ba- everyone bats him out to cre- the Democrats for spending, right? Right. Actually paid down the debt. Yeah. Now, now, now it's funny to see the party that's talking about fiscal responsibility isn't the Republicans anymore. Oh no, it's it's the Democrats. The Democrats are. It's it's like everything got switched around. The the Republicans all all of a sudden decided to go to their extreme right um, agenda, and the the Democrats have all of a sudden become moderate. Yeah. 
It's, uh, well, not in the eyes of the Republicans. Oh, not, no. no, not in the eyes of the Republicans. In the eyes of the Republicans, Kerry is on the far left bank. Yeah, I don't even know if I, I could say I that. I wish I had that soundbite and I could play it on here now. People always I, ask I, me, you know, why are you voting for Kerry? And I've said to them so many times, I didn't want to vote for Kerry. The guy reminded me of a, of a Republican. I looked at him, I, 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 I saw him giving his speeches, and, and the subjects he would bring up are subjects that a Republican would bring up. Yeah, no, it's it's incredible how this country has shifted just in the past couple of years. It's, I mean, we're we're seeing it turned upside down, and, and the biggest shift that I can uh, see, the biggest shift that I've seen in the past couple of years, is is where we see the Republicans who used to be all about limiting government control, right. now are all for the government controlling. Not your pocketbook anymore, which is what they used to be so against, but your body. Everything. Now they're about controlling your body and your personal, uh, your personal life. Yeah. And, and it's scary. There's, there's no freedom of speech anymore. People can't say anything now without being called a terrorist or being yeah. said they're treasonous. I mean, it, it, and, and then subjects that are, are worth the merit and worth the time to discuss are completely left off the, the uh, agenda. I mean, l look at this. I read this on CNN today. The U.S., Russia, and Sudan are accused of being the biggest violators of housing rights. Why is the U.S. and Sudan in the same list anywhere? For any reason. I, I have no idea. One of the cases that we do in, in cross-examination debate deals with Sudan, and it's all about how all this genocide and stuff is occurring, and it's... And of course, we're not doing anything about it, because it doesn't benefit our national interests. In other words, our pocketbook. Right, but it's unfathomable that, that we would be on the same page as, 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 you know, Sudan, this country that we could see, according to the CX case, where we could see nuclear war. Yeah. And, 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 and when it's, it's beyond my understanding. I mean, I, I could sit here and, and discuss these topics until I go red in the face, and that's pro and that probably what happens every single time I get into a discussion with Ryan. But um, it, the, the hey way now. that this country is going, it's only a matter of 10 years, I would say, before we're a third world nation or someone has invaded us. I I don't know that that's going to happen. Uh, I don't think we're going to be a third world nation. We're not. A lot of people are talking about the imminent stock market crash, like the 1930s. Right. I don't think that's going to happen. You don't honestly. think we're going to have another no. Monday? Remember, it was a it was a Democrat Roosevelt who set up all these economic reforms, and there are so many of them in place: Social Security and the Federal Reserve, and not even Bush can dismantle all of them. We're not going to see a crash. We're going to see a bad recession like the one we went through with the tech uh, bust. In but we're already in a recession. I mean, I know that the Republicans won't admit to it, but we are in a recession. How much worse can it really get? It can get a lot worse. It can get a lot worse. First of all, we're over 10,000. The Dow is over 10,000, which is uh, which is big. And yeah, and the Nasdaq is still be below 2,000, yes. and yes, it's been yes. that way for the past five years. Yes, and that's because of the tech stocks, and the tech stocks are recovering. We're making a slight recovery. It can get a lot worse. I don't think it's going to get. I don't, don't think it's going to get to depression type levels. You know, we're going to see a bad recession, and then the country is going to realize that perhaps Republicans aren't the best thing for it, and shift more to the left again. And, and I think that's the cycle of politics. I don't think that, and also I don't think we're going to be invaded. A because we're a nuclear superpower, and we do have nuclear weapons. Whereas, you don't think that that. Uh 
and, Russia and, and, and all these other companies, I mean, the companies, and all these other yeah. countries who are who are now going to start selling these weapons on the black market because Russia's now, invent, according to Alvin, uh, Russia invented a brand new bomb now. It's it's a ten-fold cluster, cluster nuclear bomb yeah. that has the power of ten nuclear bombs. I, I don't think we're going to see ourselves being invaded because... Well, first of all, we 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 proved that in um, during the Cuban Missile Crisis that that people will restrain from destroying the world uh, if they have to, and and I don't think we're going to see it because people know that if they attack America with that would anything, work, with anything, right, with <laughs> anything short of a nuclear weapon, that we have a president who won't hesitate to press the big red button. Right. Yeah, I, and I, that's I, a I, scary I, thought. Indeed. Hey, real quick, if we can move on to a different topic here, um, I want to see if we can't get back into the uh, the hunter shooting going on in uh, Wisconsin, as well as uh, weapons assault weapons bans and so on. Revolution. He's 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 uh, he's on the right track. That guy. No, he's not on the right track. Guy's he's on the case. he's on the right track. This is this is what needs to happen in this country. Southerners needs to get guns and turn them on Southerners, and we'll be in a much better place if that happens. Yeah. So anyway, on to logical conversation. Let's yeah. let's take I mean, a quick. The man ki- the man killed six other people. That's yeah. not. Good, and they had like one gun among them. The guy was just nuts. But but you have to admit that that racism was probably involved in in what made him angry. At least I'm not saying that killing six people is correct is right in any way. But you have to admit that that is that is that probably played a part in it. Yeah, oh, I, I think it's right. Yeah, I think I think what I was reading about that too. I think racism did play a part in it. But like you said, do you turn your gun on six people and blow them away because of that? I, that that's wacko there. I, I again, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying that there's still a lot of racism going on down there, and it's not it's not what we need, and it's it's got to stop right now, or else we're going to see a lot more of this. Right. Ryan, you you said that the liberals are going to use this to spin an assault weapons ban. The they guy didn't already, shoot people with an assault weapon. Already, he shot him with a rifle. I, well, no, he yeah. shot him with the semi-auto. But, oh, they, it? but they, they've already started it up again, saying that you huh. know if they didn't have if the people didn't need these kind of weapons, then the guy wouldn't be killed. Somehow, whatever he had was considered semi-automatic because it had a twenty-five round clip, and he had gotten off twenty-two shots. Yeah, it it was a semi-automatic assault weapon, in fact, by the definition of the ban. But I don't think that the ban is necessarily such a bad thing. Uh, I, I disagree. I, I did. Well, the topic for, in, in Colorado, the topic, and I'm going to go back to the debate here, the topic for public forum debate, which is really a bad kind of debate, but but I did, I did it anyways. The topic for this debate last month was this assault weapons ban. Should it be reinstated? And so there are a lot of arguments for it, and not really good arguments against it. I mean, what would be? I mean, what would be your argument uh, for not having an assault weapons ban? I'm really interested in that. I, How I about less, less legislation for not having it? less. Yeah. What, what's your argument for not having a ban on assault weapons? Well, I, well Andrew brought good less legislation. Number two, the uh, the reasoning behind the actual ban itself was such BS. And so a roundabout way of about so many things that didn't even make sense, like like the whole thing about the uh, one thing uh, that people don't un- don't understand in this country, and I agree with Ryan on this case because I'm a libertarian and I don't think that rights should be taken away under any circumstances. 
the, this country doesn't understand the difference between criminals and citizens. They they ban assault weapons like the criminals are then going to say, oh, well, now we can't buy them, so let me just not buy them on the street. Right. And that's ridiculous because it's just like drugs. If people can't get them legally, they're going to get them illegally. And the criminals are always going to get them illegally. The same thing with and, the, and, those, and those are the people that we, we should be worried about, not citizens who register their guns. Right, and that's one of the main points I always bring up is, you know, the people who are buying assault weapons, who are registering them, and who go through the courses and who get the concealed carry permits and all the classes associated with that, aren't the ones going out and committing crimes. No, so they're not. So you're, not, you're hurting the people who do it legitimately, and you're, again, doing absolutely nothing to prevent the people who are causing harm. All right, here's my argument against this. Number one, these weapons were made with military features in mind. That's undeniable. It's undeniable that something that shoots out a, sm a large amount of ammo in a small amount of time, something that has a, a, I guess it's called a pistol grip for spraying a large amount of bullets over an area, is designed for military purposes, and I don't think civilians ought to be able to have them. That's my number one argument. My number two argument against it is that and this is a survey that was conducted by, I forget exactly who, you are seven times more likely to die if you own a gun than if you do not, or die from a gunshot if you own a gun than if you don't own a gun. Yeah, but that's, that's people's own choice if they want to take the risk. But it's also people's own choice if they want to take, you know, dangerous, dangerous drugs and everything. We were talking about that the other day, and you, didn't you say that you felt that people should be allowed or shouldn't be allowed to take those dangerous drugs and that we should have drug administration? No. Drug, drug regulation? Are we talking about the FDA or are we talking about uh, street drugs? No, we're talking about... You were talking about the FDA last time. Well, I, I, I think that it's pretty much the same thing with the FDA and street drugs. I think that if people want to take them and they are making a conscious choice as a human being, hey, I want to take drugs, then they should be allowed to take them. Because it, it, it's... We're, we're, we have freedoms in this country, and and to start eroding them for any reason is just le leading down a slippery slope. But what is this? But let's examine the intent of this amendment. What does the Second Amendment exactly say? A well-armed militia being essential isn't that something like what it says? So what was it created for? It, gives it was created to give people a right to hold weapons, or was it created to protect? Uh, citizens in a time where the government and there was no state militia and where a government would not be uh, coming in to aid uh, the state if it was attacked was it made w in that time where ordinary citizens did need to wield weapons to basically defend America right now here, here's my argument against I understand what you're saying but to take that a little bit further I think it also basically lays out the framework for saying Every American has the right to protect themselves in whatever manner they feel necessary. We know within the constraints of the law. Well, wouldn't we say that law is protection? No, no the law is not protection. The law, a law doesn't prevent somebody from going out and murdering somebody. They're still dead. They did right, something but wrong. But does anything? Though. Does anything? And then, and then, if people want to then protect themselves with a gun, they're seven times more likely to murder themselves. But that's their choice. But that, yeah, that's their choice to do it. There's no, so, there's no guarantee saying they're going to do it. You're do any, do any of you likely. own guns? Own guns? What's that? Do any of you own guns? Yes, I, I, do, do I, I, I used to own, own own a gun, and I'm probably going to own one eventually. Yeah, I, I so own two very lame weapons. <laughs> well, you realize that that you're both seven times. You, as a conscious American, yep. realize and take the risk of being seven times more yeah. likely to die. 
Okay, that's fine. Yeah, and, and I, I think also that risk. take the same measures to ensure I know the proper safety procedures, take care of the weapon, handle it properly, and don't just start going off. You know, there's a certain amount of responsibility that also goes hand in hand with the risk factor increasing. If you're an idiot and you handle a gun a lot, yeah, you, you, that seven percent probably applies to you. I learned how to Hang fire a weapon second. when got, I was Hang on, we got one more called. Hang on. At camp, and they they. The we, first thing that they teach you there is safety. Right, and absolutely. They, and they go over it and go over it, and they drill it into your head until it becomes a part of you. Right. And, and, so, and it, yeah. Well, what I want to ask, what I want to ask, is, is how many of these of people getting these guns are going to be idiots? And and idiots are allowed to get the the guns under under this uh, under the the current laws of the Brady Act, which I believe only screens for criminals. It doesn't screen for idiots. Gabe, so idiots half are of the people in this country are idiots. What can you do oh, about it? Oh, you stop! Let I know where you're going with that. Fin- let them finish themselves off. Brother. Natural selection is what you're saying. <laughs> hey, Alvin just joined no, the no, conversation. No, no, seriously. No, quiet they're, down. They're, they're you, Alvin I just mean, joined the conversation. I want to give a big hidey ho to him. I'm sure he wants to comment about this topic. Uh, yeah, you got into this topic, and I couldn't stop myself. Um, Ryan, you were you were half correct when you said that it was basically the amendment was made so that people can protect themselves. The m- big reason for that amendment was so that the people could stand up and overthrow their government if it was going in the wrong direction. Right. So if they take away that freedom, then we won't be able to overthrow the government when they go the wrong way, which, in my opinion, they are headed that way. Yeah. But... But, you know, that's what I'm trying to say is if they take away that freedom, um, and I saw on the website that it did say something about assault weapons, and I don't know how you all feel on that, but the right to bear is the right to bear. It's, it, it doesn't – I do I think that every every citizen should have an automatic weapon? No. But I don't think there should be any stipulation on a military-style semi-automatic weapon – it's it's still a semi-automatic weapon. I mean, you can get a hunting rifle that'll do just as good as an AK-47 semi-automatic. But doesn't have a pistol grip. That's why I mean, their their classification of an assault weapon is it has a pistol grip. A pistol grip no, it's not because an SKS does not have a pistol grip and isn't it is an assault weapon. It, it has it has two of a list of nineteen features. That, right. That's what makes it an assault. That, weapon. That's right. I, I forgot about that. There has to be certain. Think requirements that it has to meet in order to be classified. That's correct. That it was a flash suppressor, a bayonet uh, place to hook a bayonet to it. Uh, Grenade launcher. Oh, is that one? That one of them too. Good lord. Um, yes. Well, you can't get the ammunition, but yeah. yeah. Gabe, you can justify any action that the government takes by saying that they're protecting their, the citizens, and and that is a very slippery slope. I mean, they they well. said that by banning books in the library. Now, they they've said that about. You know, the Patriot Act. They've, is the Patriot Act's intent to kill people? I mean, a gun is made to kill something. The Patriot Act is made for. Oh, that, is, I disagree is, with it, that. I disagree with the that. Patri- books are not made to kill people. I'm, I'm not saying that books should be banned. I think that's that's one of the worst books issues. are banned right now. And it's one of the worst things that this country has 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 done in its course. I, I fully agree with that. But at the same time, books are not intended to kill people. Guns are intended to kill people, and and guns. I'm sorry. I feel more safe with less guns on the street than I feel with more guns on the street. Their rationale is still the same, though, Gabe. No matter if you ever shot a gun, has the gun. Have Gabe. I ever? Sh- oh, have you ahead. ever shot a gun, Gabe? I've never. No, I haven't shot a gun. Did, did you ever have a gun city? in the house when you were? Did you ever have a gun in the house? Anything? 
No, we live in a in an urban area, and there's no there's no reason why I would. Gabe, that's so, why you don't feel safe with guns because you you are uncomfortable around them because you think they're something scary or something to be feared. Right. Are, made are you for afraid? Killing are you afraid of kitchen knives? Those are kill people. I'm not afraid of kitchen knives. More kitchen people die every year. The reason is knives. because you've always had kitchen knives and you've always no, used kitchen knives. If you would have used guns since you were a kid, guns would not scare you a bit. But well, the, I don't being disagree. You were, you, were, you were brought up to fear guns because you didn't have guns, so now you think nobody should un own a gun. And that's well, not I the don't. Well, I don't disagree with the notion that perhaps my not being around them growing up has something to do with the fact that I'm afraid of them. I, I also have to look, and part of my rationale is that I'm looking at the intent of the weapon. A kitchen knife is made to cut fruits and vegetables. A gun How many is times made does to a kitchen kill knife things. Somebody? Right, exactly. How many times has a kitchen knife killed somebody, though? I, 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 it, its intent may not be to kill somebody, but it can still kill somebody. It's the same a thing. shovel can kill somebody, right, it's but its same, intent is to yeah. dig a hole. It's the same thing I, as automobiles. Automobiles' intent is to get you from point A to point B, but people are murdered more every year with an automobile than guns ever come close to doing. Right. Yes, that's true. That's true. Right. But I want to, I mean... Your whole point is I, the intention... I agree with the, your whole thing is the intention of the de of the design, the intention of the product. You're saying, why should we be allowing people to have things that sole intention, sole purpose in life is to kill and mutilate and damage? And my thing is, if you look at as as, as a big picture, and not just take it out of that, what causes the most damage? Then you'd be you'd be eliminating all the, our basic necessities of life. And you need to eliminate cars because they kill a lot more people than well, guns. I'm not, I'm not going to go down that road because I'm not going to start pointing out the, the differences in the argument. Basically, what I'm saying is it comes down to the common sense of the person using the weapon. And that's what makes you so mad when people start coming back and saying, oh, you know, these people, these guns killed all these kids. That gun didn't do anything until some idiot pulled out a closet, loaded it up, and fired it at them. Yeah, liberals don't like to hear it, but guns don't kill people. People kill people. That's right. what it yeah. comes down to. And, 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 when you, and, when you look, and when you look at the subject... In in in, a, in in the bigger picture, it's 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 very easy just to say it's a liberty that we have that we shouldn't lose. Period. And and it's just like any other liberty that we have. It's, somebody said freedom of speech is dangerous to the people. It, it's it's just as easy to say okay, let's get rid of that. Well, yeah, it's like well, you know, a while back some people were calling for Michael Moore's head, saying he was he was committing treason against the nation for what he was putting out. You know, Michael Moore has just as much of a right to say what he's saying as anybody else does. We shouldn't lose any rights in this country to the government. Exactly. That's what it comes down and, to. And, and, I don't think and, 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 and Gabe doesn't... doesn't uh, well, we talked about uh, the FDA last time and, and how they, they uh, hold back drugs for 20 years, drugs that could potentially save people's lives. But you can you could use this argument for pretty much anything, even street drugs. It's, it's, uh, people should be able to buy whatever they want as long as they're not harming anyone else. But that's, that's it. I think the point... But what, guns do harm someone else. Right. Guns so do, no, people harm other people. Harm other people. Uh, Guns okay. don't do anything. Okay. So, so then, how about kitchen knives? How about cars? Do cars people die from kitchen knives. People, people get stabbed people with kill. kitchen knives. Yes, that's right. And so, people, and people, people run over other people. Hey guys, try, hey, hey guys, real quick, don't talk over each other because it's really hard to hear when you do that. Everybody take turns and be nice. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm get, I'm, I, this is something that's close to my heart, man. I know. Yeah. You know this. Yeah. I personally want to buy a Browning 50 cal. I see nothing wrong with me owning a Browning 50 cal. I, th I think there's a problem with you owning anything. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's because of your mental state. It has nothing to do with anything else. Yeah. 
Anyway, but, guys, let's take a quick pause for station identification, and we'll be back in just a few minutes here on the Ryan and Andrew Show. Deal with Rant Radio, a division of Rant Media Networks. Find them on the web at www.rantradio.com. You're listening to Crystal One Radio, a division of Crystal One Radio Entertainment. Check us out on the web at www.crystalone.net. We are back on Ryan and Andrew Show, Patriotism and Sedition. With us this evening is special guest Alvin Carroll and, of course, Gabe from the IRC channel, lending their information and knowledge to the broadcast. Welcome back, gentlemen. You guys all back? Gabe, I wanted to ask you. <laughs> to yeah, we're back. Okay. Gabe, I wanted to ask you a question about uh, drug control, uh, drug laws and the drug war. What do you, what do you think of, about that? What do I think about what the United States is doing? Yes. I think that's a hard one to answer because I know exactly what you're going to turn around and say about guns after I answer this in any way that I answer this. However, my my opinion about about the drug war is that that and I and I know that you're going to turn around and say, well, what about <laughs> guns? Isn't it the same thing? As soon as I say this, I agree. I think that drugs should be. I think that that drugs should be legalized, not necessarily because I think that people have the right to take those drugs, but I I think it's because right now the people supporting the people who are taking those drugs, uh, the the illegal ones currently are supporting criminals and supporting enemies of the United States, and I think that that's wrong. Hold I, on a second. Hold I, on a second, I, guys. I we have another caller. All right, go ahead. Who is it? And hello, Jeffrey, you're on the line. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jeffrey, Hi. welcome to the broadcast. What's up, Jeffrey? Not much. Cool. So why so, did you call in? W- so what's the topic you wanted to speak about this evening on the Ryan and Andrew show? Um, well, I haven't been here for the past 20 or so minutes, but I just caught the end of Michael Moore thing there. Uh-huh. And, you know, um, I don't think anyone should be told that they shouldn't have a, a right to speak about anything that they think is, you know, what they think. I completely agree, and I think a lot of people were doing that at first, saying, you know, how how could he? How could he say these things about our nation? And, you know, personally, I didn't agree with what he was saying, but at the same time, I'm not going to be the one to tell him he can't say it when I'm here on a radio program doing the same thing. This right, country and I don't agree with what you say, Ryan, So, and, and I just tell you you suck. I don't tell you you can't say it. Right. <laughs> This country was founded on the basis of liberty, and the, and the government should be giving us more liberties and not taking them away. I don't know when we got to the point where the government now decides, okay, we don't like this right, so we're going to now take it away. Because that, that's what started all these problems that we have to begin with. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is we spend billions of dollars on the drug war every year and legislation, and the same thing with guns for enforcing these laws, money that we could be using for purposes of education and so many other things that are more uh, um, useful to society. The same thing is in Canada. 
there has been so much spent on the gun registry that it's it's crazy. It, it could have really gone to other stuff. And, you know, it's stupid. Yeah, th this is one of those things that Ryan and I disagree on, which I don't understand why, because he's, he's for... Uh, he's, he's against gun control, so I don't understand why he's for the drug war. He's what? the op you, Gabe. Why am I? Why am I saying I'm for the gun war and the drug war? You're for the drug war against gun control. Because I, cause I, I'm agreeing with Gabe saying I think that a lot of the uh, the, the end point of the the cash that's flowing into the drug industry or the the uh, legal drug industry is going toward things that either hurt our nation as you know as government or as military or hurt our nation as its moral base. But that's why I'm saying we should get rid of the drug war because if we legalize it, then Amer well, not totally legalize it. If we if we if we institutionalize it, sorry about that. If we that's okay. If we institutionalize it, if we make it a, if we make it, we still have to have some regulation on it. But if we make it legal for citizens to buy it, then it will no longer be being produced by our enemies. Now, are you talking about a, a, a law or a rule allowing people to purchase it and whatever they want to do in their own houses, their own business? What I'm saying is that that the government should that we should make people. I think that people should be allowed to purchase to purchase drugs that are currently illegal uh, off the. I, I think that they should be allowed to purchase it from from pharmacies. It shouldn't be totally open purchasing. I don't know how you'd say. Well, he's a former addict. Well, he is an addict. Blah blah blah. But I, I do believe that we have to legalize it to some point because the money is going to our enemies. All right, now my question to you is then, what do we do about protecting the people of the families of those people who choose to do illegal drugs, the, or drugs that do cause harm to a person's body? What do we do to protect, like, let's say the children? So I've got that answer. Good. The same way we do with alcohol, we don't. We don't. We Screw it. If you, yep. want, if you want to buy it and ruin your life, ruin your family's life, good for you. We're going to tax the shit out of it. Yeah, I, I can, and that, that'll, I can, make a, that'll make up all the money. That, that could solve our deficit problem right there. Just in legalizing drugs, we could tax the shit out of it. That'd be it. Right. I don't know. And, I, and, I, I think that a lot of innocent people would be hurt by something like that, just as they are now with alcoholism and cigarettes. But they already are, Ryan. It's not. You're not going to make new drug oh, users. I don't know. The same I think people you have that we're going to use them anyway. are still going to use them. I don't know. I think that if if you legalize it, a lot of people wouldn't look at it as such a uh, uh, a taboo subject, and I think a lot more people would try because there's nothing wrong with trying anymore. Ryan, you you and I both know. Now you and I grew up with each other, yeah. and you and I both know that if it was legal, we probably wouldn't have done it. Would or would not have. We would not have. It, it was more. You got more of a charge out of it, out of doing something that was illegal. Forbidden fruit. What's right. that? And I hate to turn around and relate this back to gun control, but you're seven times more likely to die when you have a gun in the house than when, when you have a gun in the house than when you don't. How do we protect the families there? You don't. That's exactly Where do you what uh, Alvin said. Liberals.com. Where'd you get that number at? <laughs> no, it was uh, it was uh, violencepolicycenter.com. Alvin, I'm I'm sure he's right, but the fact of the matter is, people should be able to make their own choices. If we, if we don't protect people against alcohol and caffeine and all these other drugs, then we shouldn't what, be protecting caffeine. Caffeine. Caffeine is uh, caffeine's a drug. Hey, it'll kill you. Well, I drink coffee later, every day, well. every morning. So yeah, that's right. And people are addicted to caffeine well, as well. Water will kill you if you drink enough of it. Yeah. I drink coffee and a Red Bull every day. I don't know about anybody else. Right. 
<laughs> Warning. If you purchase well, an this, assault rifle or a handgun and keep it in your house, and if your IQ is below 50, you <laughs> run a seven times greater risk of personal bodily injury when owning a gun. Death, actually. Very good promo, Ryan. Make sure you make that one. Right. <laughs> that should be printed on the side of every gun, just like they do it on the side of every cigarette package. Like on the side of all the boxes of screws, a warning. Screws have sharp points. Ryan, you always have exactly. you always preach personal responsibility. Exactly. That's so why I'm saying this whole thing is BS. People yeah, should be allowed to have but, their but, own but weapons. You're you're saying that drugs shouldn't be legal though. So you you can't say, be on one side of the fence on one subject subject and be on the other side of the fence on the other subject. It's either one or the other. I, I'm Ryan's not saying he'll ban, turn into a moderate. No, I, I'm not saying that you should that they should be they ban. I'm just wondering what if you were to do that. I, I'm just I'm just thinking out loud here. How many people would get hurt? I guess you look at it from both sides. Same with guns. How many more people would be hurt because of that? Because you always hear the stories of kids shooting themselves playing with daddy's gun. And yes, that goes back to the irresponsibility of the parent, but at the same time, you know, I guess what role does the government have in protecting children or innocent people or innocent? They shouldn't have a role. The parents I, should be in charge know. of protecting their own kids. I don't know. I just, I tend to disagree with that because I believe in protecting life. In yeah, general. see, that doesn't make sense because exactly. you're, you're for gun control. I mean, you're against gun control, so you can't say that. I'm but against people dictating. Yeah, I, I guess I am in some ways. I'm, I'm one way and the other is on the other. I just, I don't know. It, 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 it crosses you, my mind. There's are you pro-abortion as well? What's that? Are you, are you, I'm sorry, are you pro, pro-life as well? Let, let's, let's not call it one way or another. People call it pro-choice and pro-life. Oh, it fine, is fine, for fine. abortion or against abortion. I am against are abortion. You are against Absolutely. abortion. Absolutely. So, so you value... You value life. That's your big thing. Yes. He values life that doesn't even exist. But well, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's say that he does in fact value life. I I tend to think that it that he doesn't really value anything at that stage in in a person's life. But, right. But let's just assume that he values life and that that really is a life. So you value life there, but you don't value life when it's when uh you don't value life when it's going to be shot by a firearm. Oh, I see. I when see. It's taken, no. When it's going to be taken away by a firearm, you don't but, value it. But you're talking about the possibility of it happening or it happening. Abortion, possi- something dies. With it owning a but gun, abortion, you're not necessarily. It's necessary. the possibility of a life dying, and in guns, what? it's the possibility of when somebody you dying. Abort yeah, and, a Ryan, fetus, and Ryan, you're taking all, her- life all heroin away. addicts don't die either. What's that? Some of, all heroin addicts don't die either. I didn't say some they of them would. die. Not all of them. No, I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about people dying because of drug use. I'm talking about. You know, a loss of quality. Let's go back to what he was talking about real quick, though. You said an abortion, somebody possibly dying. Nobody possibly dies during an abortion. It happens. No, it's and with a possible, a, Hold on, I, let me finish. Now, I, owning a gun, there is no guarantee someone's going to die. That's your belief, Ryan, that somebody dies it's, during an abortion. But okay. no, that's not everyone's belief. That's fine. Exactly. That's, you asked me what I believed, and I told you what I believed. Yeah, but you're being a hypocrite about it, because Gabe is, is completely right. It, it, the, a gun... Is made strictly for the purpose of killing. Drugs are not made strictly for the purpose of killing. So if you're for one and against the other, you're being a hypocrite. That's not. That's not true. No. How can I, it not be true? You're saying that people shouldn't have the right to take drugs if they want, but they should have the right to have guns, and guns are made for killing. No, no. You confused what I said. I didn't say there should be a that, that they sh- shouldn't legalize drugs. I said I was thinking out loud here. I said I wonder. How many people would be hurt by doing that more than they are now? 
And I wonder what I said. I wonder what role the government plays in trying to stop some of that. I didn't say what they should do because I don't know what they should do about that. You like, okay. like Gabe made a great point, or you made a great point. Tax the death out of it. You could fix the deficit with that alone, and let the idiocy problem handle itself. Yeah. But on the, on the other I hand, you, so. but on the other hand, you come back and say, you know, guns are going to kill people because that's their intent is not true. Because I've owned a gun my entire life, I've never killed a soul. No, no, that, that's not what Gabe said. What Gabe said was that guns are made for the purpose of killing. He right. was right about that. that and and they're, yeah, they're, that's what they're designed. They're, they're designed to project a piece, a hunk of metal, very fast down a barrel with an intent to damage. Yeah, and not necessary. It's it's not necessary for someone to die for you to say that it's made for the intent of killing when it's all pretty obvious with a gun. But you, you could use this argument with you know like you guys were talking about earlier with a car or anything right. like that. And that's why I'm but, saying you can't you can't you can't compare you know taking a life as far as you know, as abortion is concerned to the possibility of danger occurring with a weapon. Oh, but that is exactly where the hypocrisy lies. That's not true, because I'm already telling you, I've owned a weapon my entire life. In fact, I carried one in the military and never killed anybody. So that blows that theory out of the water. The facts don't lie. In abortion, it's it's very controversial whether a fetus is alive. Would you say something with a heartbeat is alive? Other people think so. Would you say no? No, just could you just assume for the moment that it is controversial? Okay. Yeah, well, it's absolutely it's controversial. You know why? Because okay. people don't want to take responsibility for their own actions. That's why. Okay, okay, you can have your arguments about that, right. but just assume it's controversial for yep. the point of the argument okay. I'm going to make. All right. Gotcha. Assume it's controversial. All right, and then assume that an adult or a child's life or somebody who's outside of the womb is not controversial as far as being alive. Whether it's all right? being, sure, I understand. Okay, okay. Now, so assume those two things, and then let's and then let's say that the facts don't lie. You're seven times. More likely, oh, lots of static there. You're seven times more likely to die if you own a gun than if you don't own a gun. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then and then at the same time you're saying gun should be legal, but abortion shouldn't. When it's controversial whether abortion actually kills people, and it it is not controversial that that a gun when it hits a person it does kill a kill. Right, person. but you're asking me to take on your opinion to match my own. And they don't. I base my what I say based off. My opinions, not off what everybody else thinks. Right. Do guns kill people? Yes. Okay. Does abortion kill people? Yes. Then why are you for abo- for the banning of abortion and against the banning yep. of guns? Because owning That's a gun doesn't. Because owning a gun doesn't guarantee someone's going to die. But does having a baby guarantee the baby's going to die? Does aborting a baby cause it to die? Yes. That's controversial. That's, That's exactly you, but you're asking exactly. my opinion, and I'm giving person... you my opinion. You can't make me accept your viewpoint. No, but you're on, both, you're on both sides of the fence, Ryan, and that's what we're trying to say. You're being a hypocrite about it because you can't say one thing and then say another. Not it's at all. Either you're, you're pro saving everyone's life, or you're against saving everyone's life. And in, in my personal opinion, I am for not saving anyone. Personal responsibility is what I preach, just the way that you do. If people want to take drugs, then let them die. If people want to drive drunk, let them die. If people want to have guns no, in the no, house and, no, and they shoot the, themselves, the, let them die. I'm not about to go back and say people should be allowed to drive drunk because too many other people die because of them. They have nothing it's, to do with that person drinking. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. interfering with someone else's liberty. Right. It's the same thing with guns. People, other people die besides the gun owner, and it's the same thing with drug addicts. Other drug addicts end up going out to steal and kill. 
Right. So, so, so his <laughs> issue, his, his opinion, whether it's right or not, is in fact consistent. However, your opinion, uh, I'm sorry, is not consistent. It's just you're on both sides of fence. It's funny because the biggest argument I heard that the biggest you nasty liberal argument that I heard is you'd is you'd rather give more rights to a person on death row, a person who's murdered other people, than to a innocent unborn fetus. Well, you'd rather give more rights to somebody who's going to own a gun with the intent to kill than a oh, person. Hold on a second. Now people don't know. own guns with the intent to kill. I don't go I buy a gun. gun. Do I look like? Have I killed anybody? No. No. I don't. I didn't buy a gun to kill somebody. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Okay. I misspoke. I a gun to protect myself. Yeah. Or to I, I use misspoke. it as a sportsman. I I misspoke. I meant to say guns that that are created to kill people. And if you take Gabe's argument one step further and say that a woman who's pregnant doesn't necessarily have a life inside her, according to some people, and that's the controversial subject. A person who's on death row is alive, and nobody would argue that. Right. It's a real person, and they are alive. Right, and I right. disagree with I, I disagree with capital punishment. Yeah, I don't think the government should be uh, <laughs> killing anyone either. Because, yeah, because you uh, get into a really right. Let's let let's go take that one step further and, and, and let's say this. Let's say for some reason the the right wing, uh, far right uh, Christian movement overrides the government, and now there is a law that. You know, basically says that if you uh, have an abortion, you've committed murder, and you can be put to death for it, which they got really close to doing with the Lacey Peterson story out in California because he got found guilty of a second-degree felony, second-degree murder for the fetus. Now, now, Mike, like going back there, I'm saying now, you know, now we're going to start killing people for killing people, and I, I don't, I don't agree with it. How big was the baby, Ryan? She was like eight months pregnant, though. Yeah, that does, that, that's a life. Yeah, that was definitely right. life. Yeah. Don't, let's let's, we, let's just stay away from fetus at that point. Let's I mean, stay away. Let's go ahead and stay away from the whole abortion issue because that's a, that's a whole different show topic. It sounds like. Well, well, you're saying that they charged him with murder for the baby. Yeah. Although some Second people might think it's not a life. Of course, it's a life at eight months. Right. Well, I'm saying let's not, not let's not get into defining oh. it on this evening show. We can go into that at a different time. Let's stick with the gun topic for the time being. But I, I don't. I disagree with people. Like they try to find special circumstances to allow them to be put on death row. I don't think that pe- that the government should have a place in executing people because if if all of a sudden the government gets as far as the majority of the nation starts going really wacko as far as what they believe and what they punish for, then they're going to start finding they could start finding any reason they wanted to to put people to death. I mean, right now that you know putting people to death for killing somebody else may you know. To agree with a lot of people's personal beliefs, saying, you know what, eye for an eye, but you know what's going to happen 20 years down the road? Would they believe in then that we should be allowed? And other people brought up the fact that what about other nations' influence on our country, as far as dictating what who's allowed and who is not executed? And that's why I say I think the government should have absolutely no role in that decision. I don't think the government should have any role in dictating what anybody does with their own body, including living or dying. Yeah, isn't it legal and, to commit suicide? No, it's yeah, not it's, legal to commit suicide. A doctor yeah, can't help you do it. No, no, it's I mean, illegal, if you, yeah. I thought it was illegal to commit suicide. It is. It, it is illegal. That's why it's not. Why make it illegal? It. <laughs> well, basically, if you if you try to commit suicide, you can actually be found for attempted murder on yourself. Are you serious? If, if, you, miss, if you if you miss, you know, and, and you're definitely going to be put in a mental institution. That's Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. 
Now, see, I think I'm, that's I'm gonna have to say that ridiculous. I agree with your you guys' view on the capital punishment deal. Um, because I, I would think of think of it this way: say say a member of your family that you you hold near and dear uh, was murdered, mm-hmm. you would want that person to die. I would kill them myself. Well, then you're going to go to prison. Mm-hmm. That's that's right. But I'm killing them myself. I don't think the government should be allowed to kill anyone. So we should go back to the days of the old west where we can have duels and solve everything. No, not, no. Nece- not no, necessarily. No, he didn't say it'd be legal. But, th- but th- think about it this way, Ryan. If someone killed someone in your family, what would you want to do? Oh, I think the gut. I think the gut instinct there would be, would be it's a, seek revenge. Sure. Well, of course. That that's human. That's human nature. Yeah, that's just your gut reaction. You know what I think? I think the only thing wrong with capital punishment it isn't it isn't brutal enough. The the gas chamber and the lethal injection it, it there's no pain in it. I don't believe in capital punishment at all. The fact of the matter is the government puts to death ninety percent more black people in this country than anybody else. Th- that that might have is that probably because with... more ninety percent more black people cr- commit more yeah, crimes. Yeah, yeah, please. Th- that that is the most racist statement I've ever heard. Uh, no, it's not. No, it's not. You're, if if they were found convicted of a crime, that were in where where they killed somebody, normally someone of their own race. So what do you ha- so what do you have to say about all the times when evidence has come out after the person has been executed when? Well, they can't the, dig them back up and bring them back. Right. Percentage. No, right, right, exactly. What's so, so percentage? that shouldn't be. I don't know what the percentage is, but you it's know it's very, happening. very low that it's actually come out that they were found. Have, have, have you heard? Have you heard the saying? It's better for a hundred gil- uh, guilty men to go free than to, for one innocent man to be put to death. I don't yes, agree I with that statement. That statement. <laughs> I have heard that statement. I don't yes. agree with it. What's the well, purpose? I, of, I, I agree with it. What's the government's like, role? What's the government's purpose? Their purpose is to protect their citizens. Their purpose is not to enact punishment on those. Who don't follow the law? Yes. As far as murdering, as far as killing people, you know what I mean, putting them to death. That's, That's not right. their purpose. Their purpose is to keep their people safe. And I don't see any problem with letting a person who's committed a crime of that heinous to rot for the rest of their life, thinking about what they did. And you know what? I'm happy with that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it costs a lot of money though. Not and to mention it, the economic issues. Not to mention if they, if they then later are found innocent, they can be let free. Right. Even though a great injustice has been done to them, but at least you didn't take their life. Sure. Right. You can't unlife them. Oh, God. Kara, how now? Oh, God. Dairy, what dairy, crap dairy. crap are you guys spooing tonight? Oh, just normal <laughs> stuff. Teachers suck, you know. Teachers what? Unions should be <laughs> torn apart. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking Is of unions, RMI's, RMI's back to work. Oh, don't change the subject just because I came on. Welcome back, Kara, and and please Hi, continue to please continue to ream Ryan as you usually do. Oh yes, because <laughs> we all definitely enjoy. Hey now, yeah. hey now. Ryan's always fun to ream. Right. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, Carrie, we've only got like 17 minutes, so uh, don't go too long with your rantings. Oh, I won't. What are we ranting about tonight? We're talking about gun control and abortion. Abortion? What about abortion? Well, we're talking about... It's more of an ideological uh, conversation about what the government's limits should be, what they are, what they should be allowed to do, and what they should not be allowed to do. And so we, we brought up gun control as a subject because Ryan is against it, but then he's for... Uh, he's against abortion, and he's for... Uh, um, gun. For he's gun. against gun control, but then he's for the drug war. So it doesn't really make much sense. At least yeah. his his attitude on on the subject. No, my well, whole thing kinda, about uh, from an ideological standpoint, though, it is kind of strange that liberals are against um, 
they're against the death penalty, but they're you know pro-choice. Yeah, liberals are wrong. It's vice it's vice versa then for for conservatives. Yeah. They're for the death penalty, but they're pro-life. Hey and guys. they're both wrong because hey it should be one or the other. I'm gonna step out here for a couple minutes. I got, I heard something upstairs. I think one of the kids are up. I'll be right back. <laughs> you guys keep going though. <laughs> All right, we'll keep going. We'll at you. So that's what we're. Kids are up. He has to go check on the kids. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Gabe. Well, I think that the difference between the two opinions and the reason that, yes, and I'm going to plug my own side, I think that the reason why, why I think liberals are more correct in, in, this, in this conflicting view is because it's controversial whether or not, uh, it's controversial whether or not taking a, a fetus's life, quote-unquote, is, is in fact taking a life, and it's not controversial whether shooting someone is taking... Shooting no, no, you're absolutely fetus. right. So I think it's... I would say, I would say, and again, I'm plugging my own side, that it's more controversial for, it's more, I'm sorry, it's more hypocritical, uh, the Republican ideal is more hypocritical. That's so what you're saying is the liberals are more right than wrong than, uh, compared to no. Republicans? No, they're less hypocritical. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> they're more right than wrong. Right, sure, sure. But see, then you have somebody like me who yeah, would consider myself a little bit liberal, but I'm for the death penalty and I'm pro-choice. But but the thing is, how can you how can how you can be a hypocrite like, like that? <laughs> how can oh, you allow? Yeah, that's that's so hypocritical. How is it hypocritical? Because you're 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 condemning you're you're saying that a man who is actually uh, well a, a person who right. who has a life and 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 that there's no controversy involved. This is a person who has a life is right. more is less valuable than something. Uh, than a fetus whose whose uh, value as a life is controversial. Some people think it's a life, some people don't. Well, that's where that that controversy comes in is when you think that it's a life. I don't think that it's personally. I don't think that it's a life, and I'm pro-choice for women's rights. But on the other hand, though, I'm also pro-death penalty because the way I take everything very personal. If somebody did some of that crap that that people do to my my family members, I'm sorry, I'd want them to die. But that isn't hypocritical, is it? She's saying that she she would allow the the innocent fetus to die and also allow <laughs> the, the fetus. I like that. Well, well, I you know I'm just no, saying. No, I understand what you're saying. Me. Right, right. right. I understand. She'd allow. It. So that's not hypocritical at all. No, that's taking that's right. taking the correct. I guess you could say correct. I don't know. That's taking the right stance on that then. Right. I would think that I would Sounds be the less of the hypocritical. I mean, it no, you're you're not hypocritical. You're right. allowing both types of people to lie. That's not yeah. hypocritical because you're you're right. in between the two parties there. And Carol, what what right. do you what do you say about what do you think about people who are then put to death and are later found innocent? I think in this day and age, right now, presently with DNA, that shouldn't be a uh, that shouldn't be a you know a, a, that shouldn't be on the agenda. People but it, it shouldn't. But it is. But it, no, it's not happened. necessarily. Not necessarily. I think it's happened a lot in the past, especially if we're talking, you know, centuries ago. But today, in this day and age, with DNA testing and everything else that you've got, you're pretty darn sure of somebody being guilt, guilty or innocent. And then, I mean, and as far as I'm concerned, you look at somebody like, for example, O.J. Simpson, and come on, you know what I mean? I mean, not only should that guy have gone, gone, been found guilty, but he should be sitting on death row right now. He did. Kara, the the only thing that the O.J. Simpson case proved is that a rich person can buy justice. You no, know, I country. I know you're exactly right, but there's a lot of rich people getting off these days. Well, yeah, but that's that's the point. It didn't prove that an innocent man went free, or or that or that uh, a guilty man went free. It just right, proved that if you have enough age, money, you can buy right. uh, you can buy a verdict. 
Right. Well, yeah, if you have enough money or you have enough uh, uh, the headlines to get you good lawyers. But in this day and age with DNA testing, I think it's pretty. And if, the, if, an, if it's an open and shut case, which a lot of times the death penalty is, um, then I just see no problem with it. I really don't. I'm sorry. Wait. I don't. Can you guys still hear wait, me? Am I wait. still on? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, Graham, back. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait okay. Can I accept it? Can I respond to that real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I mean, the, the thing that's glaringly obvious that, that there's a problem with that statement right there is that if DNA works every time, why did O.J. Simpson get off? Well, except for exactly what Andrew, I think, said it. Yeah. Money? Money? Right, so DNA doesn't work every time, so there's essentially no argument there. There's no the argument. <laughs> Well, Listen, I'm not saying I'm not saying he rapes and murders my mom or murders my brother or does the, some of the things that this, a lot of these people on death row have done. I'm sorry, I'm completely for it. And I think if you had someone murdered in your family, you might feel a little differently. I really oh, oh, do. I th- oh, I think you're right, but I'm not. I'm not. I think you're right. I mean, I think if somebody killed a member of my family, I would not want that person to be around to do it to someone else or merely. For the fact the that they air? did that yeah. in the first place, exactly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want them doing that. But, but still, you have to argue the, the ideology of it, whether or not A is DNA as perfect as everybody seems to, to bill it as, and and B should somebody really be condemned to death when innocent people are at the same time. Right. The, right. Si- the system isn't perfect, and if the system was perfect, you could say, fine. If if you did it, then you're then you're going to die. But the system isn't perfect, and you can you can never prove beyond the shadow of a doubt that someone should be put to death. Mm-hmm. You like how they word? They always say beyond a reasonable doubt because you, know, you can never make it perfect. That's why they give themselves they hedge their argument right off the bat, saying that in the first place. Although I, right. I disagree with you, Gary. I don't think that there is a need for capital capital punishment because I think I would rather have somebody rot in prison the rest of their life and think about what they did and the ramifications of their actions. And simply be put to death because that's so that's so quick and easy. Yeah, but Ryan, you believe in heaven and hell, don't you? Want them to get their one-way ticket? They're going to get it no matter which way they go. Everyone no, dies. No, I'm sorry. If you have, most of the time, I don't. I just don't want somebody eating three square meals a day, uh, getting to work out, maybe graduating from college, with my with my family member's murderer hanging on their shoulders. No, go, sorry, bye. And I don't understand why it's so much more money to kill someone than it is to be in prison for 80 years. That doesn't make sense. I, I don't know either, but I think there should be a, a modification done to our prison system. I think this whole country club ethic needs to go out the window in a hurry. Right. But I also think that uh, pris- imprisonment should also match the nature of the crime. Someone who I think embezzles money from a company... I don't think deserves the same imprisonment as somebody who took a life. You're absolutely right, Ryan. So I one think of the, one of the, my biggest qualms with the justice system in this we need to is get the rid of the country club prison system, the working out, the getting your degree online thing, the whole you know being allowed to that you need to have your life be miserable. Right. Yeah, don't take right. their life. Make their life miserable. That I think would be an, an excellent deterrent because a lot of people look at prison as their own retirement system. I hate to say it. No, Would you then exactly. advocate torturing prisoners of war? Oh, of course he does. He's a conservative. <laughs> okay, right. Would I advocate torturing prisoners of war? Do you, do you support the Geneva Convention, or do you not support the Geneva Convention? Yes, I do, yeah. You do support the, the Geneva Convention? Yeah, do I also think that we're the only country that does? Yeah. 
<laughs> unfortunately. Well, but does that matter in this case? So basically what you're saying is that, that prisoners of war who've shot at and probably killed Americans should not be tortured, but American criminals who've shot at and killed other Americans should be tortured. No, I didn't say they should be tortured. I say, I think that, that they should get rid of all these luxuries or all these... Well, uh, well, there's a big difference What's between torturing somebody and taking away, you know, things that are are good in life. That's a whole big. That's a whole different story. You're and not, you know, Ryan, there's an easy way to clean out our our um, jail system in an instant. Legalize marijuana. That'll get rid of 70 percent of the people who are in jail right now. In jail, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about prison, though. Well, prison and jail. It's the same I know thing. around. Well, I don't know about where you live, but around here, you know, getting arrested for <laughs> marijuana possession is a misdemeanor. It's not a felony. Yeah. Well, it, the, some states have the three strikes and you're outlaw. Yeah. And well, you're ta- are you talking about dealing? I think. Yeah, dealing. All right, that's a little bit different. <laughs> They're just yeah, possession. How, how about we get rid of all these drug dealers who are providing a service to the American people? <laughs> Obviously, service. something that they want. It's like Jack of Orkin, right? <laughs> They're providing, well, yeah. I, I, I also agree, I also agree with you with euthanasia. You you're, you don't agree with that either, Ryan? What's that? Do I think do I you think people you, should be assisting other people in dying? Yeah. I don't know. That's that's a tricky spot because then you go into the whole thing. You know, oh, so you think back in World War II when people were dying on the beach and they they shot them full of morphine to kill them to let them go peacefully. They shouldn't have done that. I don't know. It, oh my gosh, where did all that come from? What? That's another <laughs> valid argument. That happened a lot when people are suffering yeah. to just yeah. put them out. Right. Right. Well, that's a, that's a very liberal attitude of you, Ryan. I wouldn't expect you to say that. Well, I'm all Ryan I'm all about a, surprises. Ryan is a closet liberal. Don't let him. Yeah, I'm a closet liberal. <laughs> your <laughs> dreams. Anyway. You guys would love to have me on your side. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you would just love to be on my side. <laughs> right. If you were on our side, you'd be on the winning side, Ryan. Right. Hey, Andrew. Uh, speaking of losing the, the uh, 2004 election. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the winning Which side. Over. Yeah. I heard Ohio's is... not done counting, are they? They no. got done and... tonight, I think. Did they really? Yeah, Anyone surprised by the results? Not me. Do you no, even know what the result is? Yeah, we heard about it uh, the day of the election. We knew with who won. Okay, well, I, you know, I was just... You're hoping I, was I wasn't just, just talking out my ass, I understand. Well, yeah, exactly. But uh, <laughs> You know what I find really interesting? That the district in Ohio that had only 1,800 registered voters but had an 18,000 vote uh, voter count. And what's funny <laughs> about that is that there are, there are 20, of, 20 or 30 of those same counties where the same thing happened and if you add it all up it adds up to about 90,000 votes. Yeah, and then it, it, it totally screws uh, Bush's margin uh, and and uh it away. And then the provisional ballots mean something. I have a question mention for Ryan. What's Ryan. that? Ryan. Yeah. Ryan. What Kara. not not to get to be completely um, personal, but you're you're religious, right? Mm-hmm. You you attend church, right? Well, are are you Baptist like Alvin? Uh, yeah, I guess it's the closest thing you could call it, okay. sure. So what are you going to do when Bush tries to appease all his born-again uh, people who came out and voted for him? What am I going to do? Yeah, I mean, he's, when he, like, is that... Because the only reason he won is because of all those, you know... You think the, cri- you think the, cri- you think the Christian right is what won him the election? Yeah, I know, I know it is. Okay. It's been, it's Can I explain been, that? No, no, I, I, understand, I understand what you're saying, oh, but you get it. to your all point, right, Karen. Well, when he like goes completely nutty and 
like takes away all our rights because of to appease these evangelistic Christians who went out and voted for him. Which it, it I've read numerous articles. Which rights does he be taking away that nutty religious radicals want? <laughs> well, I, I pretty much some of the things that I think you said that you support. I, I know abortion's a big one, but I know you're against abortion. Yeah. But when he starts to take, I, I haven't read everything, but I know that they want like abortion gone, and they want um. Shoot, there's something else that I I read. I got an example. They want to ban television shows that promote bad values. Yeah, that's another one. The FCC just just fined Viacom $3.5 million for indecency. $3.5 million. Yeah, but we're not talking about illegal. Yeah, we're not talking about a new. That's not a new law under the Bush administration. They're violating existing laws that have been there for a long time. They're not violating any laws, Ryan. The FCC has never been clear on what's what's allowed on the air and what's not allowed. You know what their their stance on it is? When I hear it, I'll know if it's indecent or not. Oh, I see what you're saying. Morality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think what we have to look at here is pornography is not legal for for children. For people under the, the age of 18, correct, and and that was a pornographic event which they're getting fined for. It is the the Justin Timberlake thing, isn't it? No, I think it's the the commercial before the game on Monday night with the which, chick w- w- from uh, Desperate Housewives dropping her yeah, towel. Yeah, she yeah she took, dropped her towel and jumped that was on not one of the no, That was yeah that, that was something you'd see at one o'clock in the afternoon on Days of Our Lives. Personally, that's the way hmm. I feel. Well, I don't think I don't think you should be. A, you know, I, I think that if we're going to make pornography illegal on the internet, we've got to make it illegal everywhere else too. And this is exactly the reason why people like Howard Stern are leaving uh, terrestrial right. radio. They just don't—they don't want to deal with people like uh, Michael. Um, what's his last name? The, Powell. Yeah, yeah, Michael Powell. Yeah. And, and we, we all know that these officials are completely corrupt. I mean, they obviously answer to someone. And and everyone heard that phone call that I played last time with uh, Howard Stern uh, taking on Michael Moore on on, uh, on another shows uh, another ho- ho- uh, another shows um, program. I didn't hear and that it, one. You didn't hear that. Do you phone have call? it handy? Yeah, I think I have it around here somewhere. Uh, CPU sent it to me, and it's 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 really interesting. I don't think we have time, Ryan. I think we're we're we got two minutes. I'll play it next week at the beginning of the where are we at? The show. Holy smokes! Yeah, there's there's only a minute left. I, I just want to end the show with one question yeah. to all of you. Once once Bush's appointees to the Supreme Court go through, when do you think Roe versus Wade will be overturned? I don't think I it'll ever be over, overturned. I don't think it'll ever, ever be overturned, unfortunately. I, although I think, and I've said, said this before, pardon me, I think what will happen is that you'll have a modification or, or an amendment to that decision saying uh, a, a, abolishing partial birth. I think it's about as far as we're ever going to get. You don't think, think it's ever going to go back to the old days? No. I don't what think about, it'll, what about you, Gabe? it'll be over. Uh, it's not going to be overturned, not necessarily because judges won't do it, but because those appointees will never get through. We know that extreme conservative appointees are never going to get through because Democrats but the, but can still filibuster. You think that's what's going to happen? Oh, oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? They will never let anybody through who's going to support a any kind of amendment or turn to Roe v. Wade. Yep. All right, guys, we got to wrap the show up here real quick. I want to thank real quick everybody for being on the program this evening. Gabe, uh, of course, Andrew, my co-host, and uh, my favorite, Kara, and her uh, lovely husband, Alvin Carroll, uh, for being on the broadcast this evening. You guys are listening to the Ryan and Andrew Show on Crystal One Radio, rantradio.com. 
We'll see you guys next week, Wednesday night, 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thanks for listening. So long. Good night, everyone. You're listening to Crystal One Radio, a division of Crystal One Radio Entertainment. Check us out on the web at www.crystalone.net. You're locked in with Rant Radio, a division of Rant Media Networks. Find them on the web at www.rantradio.com. Listening to the man who wrote the book on quality, quality broadcasting. It's the SciTech Show broadcasting live from the deep, dark recesses of my dim. Who set the precedent for those who would follow in his footsteps. I just want to tell you how much I like the show. Hey, sure, no problem. Who speaks the truth and exposes the injustices of the world. They're not doing anything. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. You know you're wrong. Yes. Who the hell has time for that? It's the SciTech Show, the only guy in radio who's keeping score in the battle for real estate going on above his eyebrow. The forehead's taking a decisive lead. You're listening to the SciTech Show on Crystal Dawn Radio.
Ryan Hall is cool and you like him.